Hello and welcome to uh, another December episode of that Disney Parts podcast. Uh, I'm Nick. Don't know why my co-hosts are laughing in the background there, but hey, whatever. Uh, so I've had a couple of full starts already, and I've already recorded once with Craig today. And uh, well, you can you can only guess how that went. Um, but thankfully, I've not been left just alone with Craig. Um, currently, I'm also joined by Kate. Are you thankful for that? Is this going to be even better? Who knows? <laughs> uh, look, when I try and record one of these, when I record a show where it's just me and Craig, like a podcast is designed to be that way, it's always fine. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when we try and record a more serious podcast, it's just me and Craig, I might as well just not bother turning up. I think that's that's about Craig it. Craig show. Yeah. So I think this will balance it out. And hopefully, if uh, if he can get it working, hey, um, Mr. Dean will be joining us a little bit later on. He will. He's running late at the moment. Was it, is, it, is he picking up his daughter from the train yeah. station? From the choo-choo. Choo-choo. Bless him. Bless his cotton socks. Um, so this, this is going to be the final regular episode uh, of the show for this year. There are two Christmas specials which will be coming out surprisingly uh, at Christmas. Now, Craig, you've you've come up with this concept uh, of these Christmas episodes. We normally release episodes early to Patreon. Yeah. So when when are they dropping on Patreon, and when are they dropping publicly? Um. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm not Craig anymore. I'm Bruce Grobelach, the 1980s Liverpool goalkeeper. Well, I'm rapping now. I'm rapping for fun. I'm your goalie, the number one. So, um, you do whatever you want, Nick. Well, not yeah, but you're you like I'm asking when you want them to go out. You've got this thing about them coming out Christmas Day. So what I'm saying to you is when no Christmas Eve. I want them out Christmas you're just Eve. Okay, Christmas okay. Day. Oh, now, while you're peeling your spuds <laughs> and. Um, Hang on a second. Are you telling me, you telling me, Kate, that rather people, me, people, people would rather watch the Queen's speech than listen to one of my podcasts? Is that what you're well, telling me? No, because or as the kids are opening the presents, we don't have the Queen's speech in this country, so there are much more entertaining things to do on Christmas Day. Such That's as what VPNs drink. are for. And therefore, why would you rather listen to this than go and get absolutely sloshed with your second cousin twice removed over a Hang nice on. turkey dinner? Hang on a second. Why can't you listen to one of these podcasts and get sloshed at the same time? I want to know what a traditional Irish Christmas consists of. Uh, it's, they're pretty similar to British Christmases now, I have to say. But there's no, like, Queen's speech or anything. Just... Like, you know, you get up in the morning, Santa's arrived... Oh, thank God you get up in the morning. (laughs) You run down, you get all the presents. Then everyone that's under the age of six is absolutely buzzing. Everyone over the age of six is like, can I go back to bed? Then there's like a weird part in the morning where you're not sure how much you're supposed to eat because you're trying to... Can you drink then? Because we normally drink Yeah, if you want to, go for it. It's Christmas. It's not a real day. You can drink whenever you want. Yes, it's like an airport. And then, but depending Christmas. on depending on the family, because I didn't realise, but my family eat dinner quite late, so we even we'd have oh. Christmas dinner at like six or seven o'clock. But then I what? grew up and I met other people in the world. 
and on the world in the country. <laughs> and I realized that they have their dinners at like lunchtime and then they have the leftovers that... afterwards, which I also enjoy. But yeah, and then you basically just get drunk. You have about five helpings of dessert um, and then you play stupid games. Do you have a nap? Do I have a nap? It depends. So, like, our family tends to go to other people's houses, um, and and just like Goldilocks. Yeah, and then you probably won't have um probably won't have a nap in someone else's house, to be honest. I think I think right. So first of all, Kate, one of the be- the finest breakfasts you can have on Christmas Day, yeah, is a bowl of cereal. Your choice. I'm not going to tell you it should be cornflakes or shredded wheat or whatever. Yeah. You just picked the two blandest cereals known to man. Um, excuse me, have you never heard of Weetabix? I have. We I have like literally Weetabix. had Weetabix every day for five Weetabix years. The most with warm milk and most... sugar. Yeah, ex- right. Okay. So, right. That's how you have to eat Weetabix. <laughs> if you try and eat Weetabix without sugar, what happens? They just it get stuck nasty. in your it's nasty. Turns right, so you choose a cereal. Yeah, okay. But instead of putting on milk, yeah. or as some as someone I, I knew once did, uh, not, sorry, not once I did, did apple juice. <laughs> I know. Don't 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 even start me on that. I'm not even going to try and defend Have that. Have you never one. had? Has anyone ever had Stella on the cornflakes? Right. No. no you no because the the correct answer, Craig, is Bailey's. You replace the milk with Bailey's. Ooh, you put yeah. Bailey's oh, over your cereal. Decadent. Oh, Bailey's and Cocoa Pops. Ooh. Right, see? Oh. Boozy Christmas breakfast cereal. That is what I'm talking about. And secondly... Can I'm you glad... have that now you're a vegan? Uh, they do vegan Bailey's. They do vegan and... Bailey's. And it's well cheaper than the regular Bailey's. Sorry to cut over you there. Exactly. And also, I'm not a vegan. Is it? And Mr. D, I'm glad you, you've joined us here now because you missed the revelation that uh, mm-hmm. Kate's family for Christmas Day uh, dinner would have yeah. that, have Christmas dinner at mm-hmm. six, seven o'clock at night. Like regular dinner time. Regular dinner time. Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, that was, that was, well, was what we did in Glasgow. Oh, so it's yeah. just an old person It's not thing. what we do. It's a Celtic it's thing. It's not what we're doing now, but it was, it was the thing. Oh, we'd have we'd have, we'd have a late breakfast when everybody had opened their presents. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what we'd have for lunch. It'd be like pickled onions and bits of cheese and crap like that. Special brew. And then we'd have um, we'd have dinner at dinner time, I, tea time. I think the thing is as well as um, on Christmas Day for even sometimes my family can be quite stressful, but for Christmas Day for some reason everyone is just like let's have no stress, and so everyone's just like dinner will happen when it happens. Don't worry about it. And everyone just takes that. They're like, okay. <laughs> and we I mean, just I'm sorry. Snack our I'm way sorry. till dinner. There is no such thing as stress-free Christmas when you, when it comes to cooking. Like I don't know. We in just... fact, one of the most no one of the, one of the most enjoyable things now that we don't eat meat in this house yeah. is the fact we don't have the whole palava with turkey. Like Fair. you don't have to defrost it two days a pavlova. before. You eat a pavlova with turkey. I mean, it would not surprise me. Well, he has Bailey's with Weetabix, you know what I mean? What, what can you expect? <laughs> um, but You, you need know, to have whole... Bailey's on your ice cream. That's what you need to have. That oh. is nice. Or in your coffee. Well, There's yeah, so but... There's so much dairy. No. Ugh, ice cream and Bailey's. Oh, I can just... feel my tummy <laughs> going inside. Right you have like a meringue nest. You fill it with ice cream, and then you pour the Bailey's on top. It's amazing. Can I just say, meringue is one of the world's worst foods ever. Uh-uh. It's just one of the best. Wah, wah. Don't worry. You've been eating the wrong worst. type oh, of meringue. 
You are wrong. Meringue is so versatile. You can eat meringue it by Meringue more like. It's, it's not like a waffle. It's half, they a, it's are half a glass region question. They're waffly versatile. <laughs> it's half a glass region question. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Nah, just just awful. Um. Anyway, uh, you are listening to that Disney Parks podcast, a podcast we? where we talk about Disney Parks <laughs> and other things. Um. Are I we? don't know. I've lost. I've lost completely where I'm we are. Up now. Um, I thought it was breakfast after that. Yes, it's on a spin-off show for Christmas. Um, so the Salmon news, and eggs. The good news, Mister D. I mean, that's just wrong. Jesus Christ. The good thing, Mr. D, is you've come in just as we was about to, or I was about to ask what everybody was drinking, but instead we decided to ask what right. KP had for Christmas dinner. Um, so uh, as the, the late arrival in, uh, what, okay. are you, what are you drinking? Liquidised um, Sweetabix and Bailey's, of course. No, it's not. It's actually uh, a rum and coke, but it's, a, it's that pineapple Ooh. rum I got down in uh, Dorset. Dorset. Be- Beetle drink. Mm, yeah. I say that Very every good. time. Very good. We did uh, top up the booze for Christmas today, but that means I can't I can't drink it, so it's just chilling in the cupboard at the moment. Um, so uh, just on my old faithful. Smoking a doobie. Yes. Um, KP, what are you drinking? Just some water. Just water. Just Fucking some hell, water. Girl. What? You're supposed to be bleeding Irish, you, aren't you? Do you know what, Sorry? though? I remembered that we got Baileys in the shop this week, so oh. I may disappear at some point for about a minute and a half and go pour myself a Baileys. <laughs> yeah, Craig, got a straw um, in a bottle. When, straw, uh, when, we no. recorded, when we recorded the Christmas episodes earlier on, Craig disappeared. Uh, he wasn't to get himself a glass of Baileys, though, apparently. Um, Craig, what are you drinking? <laughs> um, Icebreaker Pale Ale that I got free. From the train station today. Are you still drinking that away. tiny can you started on five hours ago? <laughs> no, I've got two cans. <laughs> Isn't that a bird? No, it's a bird, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. bird. Um, right. Is uh, God, this is This is going to be special. It's uh, Superman. <laughs> Super right, can. Let's... let's <clears throat> it's, like, it's like the Christmas cracker jokes have already started. It's, it's awful. <laughs> Let's go and have a look at what's going on inside the parks. Um, so, who wants to start? Do we want to start with the fire engine? I was just about to say, fire, fire. Yeah, that was, that was exciting, wasn't it, KP? Emergency vehicles were seen driving on Main Street USA just moments ago. While Disney released an official statement addressing the situation. <laughs> the small statement is, there was a small fire in Magic Kingdom. The fire was quickly extinguished by fire extinguishers. No one was hurt. <laughs> Yeah, somebody... Couldn't they have figured that out before the fire engine drove up Main Street? Like, that Honest... is their small statement. <laughs> Honest to God, somebody... I love the way you did it in an American accent as well. That was my news, well, we news reader. That was my news reader. Yeah. It's like Cagney and Lacey had got a newsreader job. I mean, it literally... I mean, that's a reference no one's going to get. Um, what I think I like most about this is a speculation. So... Somebody said that the fire was in Cinderella's royal table and it actually burnt uh, down. The whole so castle. So they were cancelling bookings. <laughs> no, just Cinderella's royal castle. <laughs> Not the whole castle. Just, I was like, oh my god, uh, I'm supposed to be seeing that yeah. soon. Please don't yeah. literally burn my dreams. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it it was a tiny fire. The, the, the problem is though, <laughs> the problem with with this. Hello. 
with what happened. I'm a tiny fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Don't you put me out. It was ambulances as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It well, was the, like the, the Main Street is, Electrical Parade. Right, exactly. That's the problem. It, yeah. it, like, because, sure it's not the cast of Cars 4. Because they this had to be, go... This could be uh, Bob Chapek's uh, cost-saving initiative. Oh it God. was the Main Street Electrical Parade. Because, ah! they had to, <laughs> because they had to go up Main Street, it looked like a parade. It just yeah. looked like a really weird parade. And, mm. I mean, I, I think there was a large section of the people there at the time that thought that's exactly what it was i mean in some ways i suppose it's reassuring some people that go to disney world are like where am i who am i what what i wore shoes today like they seem to just lose their bloody mind when they enter that place so i wouldn't be surprised if they were like wow honey what time is the 705 (laughs) emergency vehicle parade (laughs) oh here it is now honey oh woo 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 (laughs) Ding, 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 Get out of the way! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the giveaway was clearly... Pass me your lighter, lane. baby. We've got a fast pass. Oh, sorry, a, a lightning lane. Oh. See, the giveaway oh. was the fact there was no faces exactly on the front there. of these vehicles. Mm. That was the giveaway. Exactly. But, even so, it was... Uh, yeah, that was that was quite that was quite special. Um, I, 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 that, that's all I've seen on it as well, KP. I've not seen any any update uh, status-wise as to what, what was on fire. From what I can tell, the fire was on the side of the castle, to the left side of the castle. There's no confirmation or denial that it is the uh, restaurant. And it looks like no one got hurt, even though they did send down what looks to be half of Florida's uh, emergency people. <sighs> Tinkerbell could have topped herself. Now I'm reading this story. Story. I'm reading this story. From guys, 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 I found this story. I think it's wee wee interesting. On WDW News Today. So we all know we all know how we feel about that. About the Reedy Creek Fire Department. It was their vehicle that was seen driving down Main Street in response to this fire. Right. Um, they are saying that they are worried about the department being short-staffed, right? Now, this is what's interesting about this statement, right? So, uh, this is from John Shirley, the president of the Reedy Creek Firefighters Association, um, and he says he believes that the department's lack of staff is already costing people their lives. He relayed a story, <laughs> oh, right? He relayed a story to Orlando Sentinel about a woman... Oh, at no. Bay Lake Tower, who oh. died of a heart attack on Saturday. On Disney property? Well, no. Obviously, what they did is they went and got her, drove her off. Because I was like, people don't die at Disney. Property. They're in like a special <laughs> bubble. the bodies outside in the canal, don't they? Yeah, so they apparently, so a woman apparently died he, in Bay Lake Tower. Like, that's not funny at all, but that is so funny. He gives such low shit about his job that he's happy to yeah. be like, yeah, so like a woman died the other day because of a heart attack because she didn't have enough people to get to her. Like, what are you going to do? And he's it's, definitely it's brought this mad. up multiple times. And so he's like, I'm just going to mm. start telling people, don't give a shit. I mean, look, the only thing I will say is that, I mean, this guy, obviously, as, as KP points out, doesn't seem to care about what he reports on. And the news source for this story was WDW News Today. So, mm. you know, draw your own conclusions. But um, That's I'm, a lovely I'm, I'm 50, 50 raffle of truth versus slagging <laughs> off, isn't it? It's always fun reading those ones. <laughs> uh, I love... Do you remember that I love Tom. The Patreon podcast where 
we, didn't we have Tom K- C- couldn't care less? Was he? What? Tom couldn't care less. Yeah. Guest. Yeah. 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 Good times. Um, Lou, Lou Mangello. Oh, that was it. Yeah, Lou, Lou Mangello. Yeah. yeah, bless him. <laughs> Lou, come on when you want. Um, if uh, anything you wanted to talk about. Yeah, but talk God, about. I've forgotten now. Um, okay, so Genie Plus came to Disneyland uh, recently. Mm. You guys see that? I did. And um, it's more expensive there. It's twenty dollars a day as opposed to fifteen dollars a day. They did have some problems. Um, surprise! I think, surprise! I think they ended up refunding everybody Shit on the that. first day um, because of some of the problems that they had. Um, I'm sure they'll get them ironed out, but it seems a bit strange given that they had Max Pass before and they'd already oh, tried it out in Walt Disney World. a completely different coded system. Like, there's no way they figured it out in time because they're all awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just surprised that they launched it if they weren't ready to launch it, but there you go. Because really? they already had a paid option. I'm surprised that they launched well, no, but, something when they weren't ready. <laughs> no, but they had a paid option there, whereas in Walt Disney World... I could understand the urgency because yeah, they, they didn't have a pay option. But anyway, uh, so Max Pass is live, and then there was a few sort of indicators of what some of the prices would be for the individual attraction selections. Rise of the Resistance was kind of twenty dollars, I think, and Ooh, Web Slingers and Radiator Springs anywhere between kind of seven and twelve dollars. So the thing with with Disneyland's version. And the reason why it's slightly more expensive is because they throw in the photo pass, mm. which you don't get in mm-hmm. Disney World, where you just get the is it like Instagram filters or some yeah, something like that. I can't even yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, of course they are. Of course they are. <laughs> um, the photo pass makes much more, uh, a lot more sense. So um, I get it now. Spoiler alert. Uh, we recorded our Christmas episodes earlier today, and we were talking about uh, the Genie Plus system. Uh, over in Walt Disney World, and I, I've, I've figured out the flaw. I've figured out the major flaw that this has, Excellent. and that is that no, not that. Well, not that. But like, if, if it's going to carry on in the way that it is, what they've got to do, they have got to list the available attractions and time slots before you purchase. Gene yeah, Pass. I think that's so like that's. The- that's the conny part of it, I think, is the problem. Yes. Is that you're buying a product that you actually don't know what you're buying. Well, you're, yeah, you're basically, you're paying for it. And once you've paid for it, they then say, oh, this is what you can have. Mm. Um, and, this is what's left. These are the yeah. scraps. Going to a shit buffet. A buffet of shit. Well, um, I'm not going to talk about Disneyland Paris's Plaza Gardens here. But um, it's... <laughs> Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's good. Other times it's awful. Um, but yeah, I mean that—that's the biggest good, problem. Sometimes it's shit. Yeah, that's—that's that, that's actually that was almost fluent French. That's actually what it says underneath Plaza Gardens. <laughs> so Plaza Gardens in big letters, and it just says underneath in the in the curvature. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's shit. In beautiful hey. Disney, um, I mean, in beautiful Disney cursive with like a Mickey Mouse on the side. Correct, and there's a and there's a there's a little chef shrugging his shoulders. Um, <laughs> that's the logo. Uh, oh, it, with it, a rat on his head. With a rat on his head. Um, see, I mean that that is the biggest flaw with the system, right? Is that it, you're you're paying for it, and the example that um, that Steve 
uh, talked about with us that he he saw it wasn't what happened to him, but he saw that this happened in real time was uh, a family wanting to buy a fast pass about half past twelve for the attraction they were queuing up for. They paid for Genie Plus, and then the return time for that attraction was at seven o'clock. So yeah. that that was the earliest they could get return time for the Jungle Cruise, wasn't it? it yeah, fifty five minute wait. Yeah, fifty five minutes. But they couldn't find it out until they paid for it. Exactly, and it's it's almost like the cast members who they went and approached were like, they did that thing with the the little finger in the in the mouth and and well, told them about. I don't think the cast members give a shit. I don't. I don't. Maybe I don't the always... cast members had a screen and they know that it's. Answer. I think the cast members are the ones no. that get it in the neck though when guests are frustrated. So exactly, I think they, they may, want a they system that works. Yeah, they may not care. You know, they might have other priorities. But as Mister D said, they're the ones that Bob Chapek isn't having someone come coming running up to him screaming, "You've just sold me this dodgy product," because he's not there. But the cast member at the attraction will be who's got no idea what's going on because that's not their job so do you know um, what it reminds me of it gives me disneyland paris line birdie vibes of walking up to the cast member and being like can i come into here and they're like no and they're like, how can i get into here oh you have to download this app okay so can i book something on the app no <laughs> <laughs> okay great cool thanks no. so much au revoir yeah, interestingly, interestingly, Sinead said that Lion Bertie is no longer being used. Now, I don't know if that's a temporary thing. I think that's a COVID or, thing. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but it's interesting because Lion Bertie was um, problematic. That was shit. Or, or as as KP more eloquently put it. <laughs> Should do a shots game every time one of us says oh shit. God, I'd be, I'd be dead. I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I do not think that's a wise if idea. If we recorded on a Friday, yeah, sure, but no, 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 not today. Um, does it say, Mister D, going back to uh, the original Sorry, topic of conversation? Does it? Nah, we're all guilty. Does it actually suggest now that those um, early teething issues have been resolved? I haven't. I'm seeing an update, but <clears throat> well. I got the impression that some of them had been resolved, but I haven't seen anything lately. I know that all I know was that on day one, they um, they did refund everybody's money. So that's, that's pretty pretty significant when that happens, really, isn't it? I read a fairly uh, intense article today that I'm not prepared to go into. Um, <laughs> you will be that that this person in the article managed to do 26 rides in Disneyland using the Genie Plus system on a quiet midweek day, granted, in December this week. So, Genie Plus will work if the parks are empty. Wow. That, that's, what a revelation. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they start putting people in well, the, the parks, parks, incredible. parks are empty, you don't need Genie Plus though, do you? Well, that's the conundrum, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it, you know, it's it is a bit different. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there was that really good defunct land uh, video um, recently on YouTube, and you know, one of the things that it said was it really the old FastPass system or FastPass Plus system, 
either either or the paper system or or the FastPass Plus system that succeeded it. It really favoured those who knew how to work the system, and to yeah. to some extent, I think it's true for Genie Plus. But because you can only get one at a time, it's less true. So, I mean, I'm sure there'll be ways that you can optimize it, and people will learn how to optimize it, just like we learned how to optimize the old system. But there's far less scope, I think, for optimizing it. Well. I mean, listening to that Disneyland Paris podcast with Sinead, um, what what ride was it? Ratatouille? Ratatouille, yeah. So she paid for one of them, whatever it's called over there, I don't know. Uh, Primer Access is what they call Lightning Lane, yeah. It was either that nobody was buying them or they were only releasing an hour at a time, and we need to find that out because that's quite important, I think. It's definitely the first one. It probably is the first one that no one was buying it. But that is a way, you know, like the the poor people at Jungle Cruise, half 11 in the morning. Oh, why don't you get Genie Plus and you can get a Fast Pass and Lightning name for it? Okay, $15 each, it's $30 out of pocket. Uh, Right, let's get our Lightning Lane. Six, seven hours later, they're out the game at that point. Although, couldn't he get that? I was thinking about this, couldn't he get that Fast Pass for. And then in another two-hour window, you can get another fast pass, a lightning lane. Yes. Isn't that the yeah. rule? So, I mean, it wasn't all bad, really. But I mean, it's, it, essentially, it's it's like it is like the old paper-based fast pass system because that's how that worked. You know, you could go to the ticket yeah. machine, you could get your first paper ticket, but then you could get a second one either when the window started for the first one or when two hours had passed, whichever came first. It's, it's just like that. It just it, it just seems so flawed in so many ways. And the problem is because it doesn't seem... I, I think it's because it doesn't seem fair. I think that's the problem. I don't think the pricing is great. Um, I don't think the pricing is necessarily fair either. But it is what it is. But the problem is you are you are not being clear on what it is you're selling, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's got all the you same. You are literally. Sorry, Nick. No, no. I was just gonna like when you. So Kate is going in a few weeks, right? Mm-hmm. You are going in a few weeks. I'm telling you, you are. Everyone cross and, your fingers and your toes. No, no, no. It's it's happening. I've I've already had a word with Joe Biden. It's fine. Oh, thanks. now. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we we go back. Um, so, <laughs> but but you could you could get up uh, and you can book from seven a.m. right, and you could get up to book your Lightning Lane with your Genie Plus, right. But by seven o one, some of those attractions are, are gone for the day. Now you've paid for this upfront because of how they're doing stuff in the UK, right? So you're not going to feel completely miffed because you've you've not just done it on a whim and it's happened to you and the next day might be easier whatever the simple fact fact is if that's happening that's a problem Mm. because you don't stop people buying it they're not turning around and saying um you know 
this is what's available. They are saying you can upgrade to this and then you upgrade to it and there's one attraction that you can get a lightning lane for and it's in four hours time because everything else for the rest of the day is gone. And that's the big, to me, that's the big difference. So if you go back to what I said a minute ago, essentially Genie Plus is the old paper-based FastPass system done electronically. The only difference, I think, being that you can book your first attraction before you get in the park, and, and you can do it from your phone, so you don't have to actually physically run to the fast pass machines like you used to have to do, and then zigzag back and forth across the park. Um, Which, from a user perspective, is good, but from an overall usage of the app is bad. But the, but the, <laughs> the point, though, is, is the, the same problems existed to some extent on the paper fast pass system, so... You would run to Toy Story Midway Mania when it only had two tracks, and so would everybody else. And there'd be a massive queue at the Fast Pass machines for Toy Story Midway Mania. Anybody who came into the park late, by the time they got to Toy Story, all the Fast Passes were gone, or they were gone until, you know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. However, it was free. It was, it was a free system, right? You hadn't just spent fifteen dollars on it, and that's that's the big difference now. People are annoyed because they spent that money. They go on it thinking, you know, well, I'll get what I want here. You know, Disney have promised me all of this, and they go on it, and they can't get a fast pass until four in the afternoon if they're lucky. But they were planning a park hop to a different park, and and it's tied to the reservation system now as well. So now they've got a reservation for, say, the Magic Kingdom, but they were going to be in the Magic Kingdom until lunchtime, and then they were going to park up to Epcot, but they can't park up to Epcot because the first time they can get on Peter Pan's ride is 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves. It will evolve, I'm sure, but will they, you know, will they try and... You can't make everybody happy, but will they try and hold back fast passes and then release them gradually through the day? Or, you know, I'm sure they're going to try, going to try and ease people's concerns about this. But at the end of the day, there's only so many fast passes that can be given up. And the thing is, I don't, I, I, I cannot see the problem with them just turning around and saying, "This is, this is what you've got." I, I, I don't. Because at least then you're being completely transparent. So the thing is, if you, so if you're there, if you went there tomorrow yesterday, right, mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna have to, uh, I, I, I want to play to get on Jingle Cruise because the queue's really long, so uh, I don't want to stand here waiting. So I'm gonna pay this fifteen dollars and I'm gonna use my lightning yeah. lane for it, right? And then you do that, and then it's all gone for the day. Mm-hmm. But like, what the, then? The, you bought it thinking you're getting one thing, yeah. and the attitude will be, "Oh, well, you can get another attraction, oh. but that's not what you want." Okay, so here's here's the problem as I see it, mate. So you're absolutely right. I'm not not disagreeing with you, but from a practical point of view, right, the average guest doesn't know the difference between Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, Lightning Lane Plus, individual attraction selection. Stump, some people are still calling it Fast Pass. Some people are still calling it Fast Pass Plus. Now you're going to try and not just explain 
how that all works, but you're going to try and explain, you know, why they might not be getting quite what they thought they were getting and all the limitations no, of the but, system. Right, but, but it would just blow but, people's but minds. Like you know? Yeah, but but think of it like this, right? Mm-hmm. You've got these boards up in the parks yeah. that tell you the wait time for attractions. Yeah. Right, you you look at this board and it's got the the name of the attraction and how long the standby queue is at that time, right? All you need on the app is for the same thing to be on there, but in conjunction, you know, but focused on Genie Plus. So, what is the return time for these attractions? Yeah. If you if you pay for Genie Plus, what are the return times? And that's all you've got to do. And if you do that, and that is what you are promoting. Mm-hmm. No one's going to get confused by that because then you know full well this is what you're doing. It's it's not hard to implement. It, this has got to be so simple. It seems to me it just feels like they're making something that should be really simple and easy to understand really complicated. Why are we spending so many episodes talking about the the, the cons of this thing and a few not quite as bad cons? We shouldn't need to. We should have talked about this once and moved on. Or talked about it if it popped up in the news because something's happened regarding it. But instead, we're talking about it almost every show about how it works or why it doesn't work and why you need to be careful with it. And, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's, two, this, there's two reasons this, for that. Though. One is it's a new and evolving situation and the other one is we're just saddles. Right? I don't know which one of those uh, two you know, is more I can't important. Disagree. <laughs> cannot, cannot disagree. I mean, come on, we have Bailey's um, on our Weetabix for God's sake. <laughs> I want to see all the pictures of everyone having that. I want to. I know. I know what the show title is for this episode. <laughs> so, um, you know, earlier on, I mentioned the the fire truck story, and I was reading the news story from WDWNT mm-hmm. about it. And we talked. To, you know, I, I kind of mentioned about the fact that you know it's not the most credible and sometimes a bit clickbaity. I've just seen another news story on here. Yeah, come on, come on. Just reading. Just reading out the headline. Mm-hmm. Right, Primeval Well no longer listed on Disney's Animal Kingdom digital map following total demolition. <laughs> no, you mean now they that, took it off the map because it doesn't exist anymore? What the hell? Now that is something I'm supposed to click on to read more. Do you know? God damn it! I just what? spent seventeen dollars on a individual attraction selection for Primeval <laughs> World. I want my money back. You know, and I just spent twenty five dollars for a ride on that fire engine up Main Street, and I can't get a time for it. <laughs> I'm not. It's wearing a main badge. It says currently busy uh, emergency. Uh, what's that mean, honey? What does emergency mean? I've never seen that pop up on the app before. Is that something new? Is that like a new experience? <laughs> wow, they're really evolving. It's a new nighttime spectacular. Cinderella's barbecue <laughs> in front of the castle every night. Just a buy your, he's, uh, he's a buy your fire extinguishers here at the fire extinguisher cart. Actually, don't don't joke because one of the security guards did have to be taken to hospital because he inhaled the fumes on the fire extinguisher. Oh, okay. I hope he's okay. Best wishes, I mean, sir. Best wishes. In all seriousness, yeah. I don't yeah. joke. You don't I don't joke about people getting hurt. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, no one's laughing now, Hardy. Uh, well, I don't know. Let's, let's talk about something else. Uh, KP, oh. was there anything else that you saw that you wanted to talk about? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, but just really quickly about clickbaity articles. I got hooked in by mm. one the other day because it had the big title was like, um, 
one Star Wars Galaxy Edge experience no longer available, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck off. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, you it, was, it was pure clickbait. And I was like, I couldn't click into it fast enough. I was like, what is it? What, what, blah, blah, blah. Because like Ed has a lightsaber thing booked as well in um, yes. Savvy's. And I was like, oh, you've got it. You've, you've got it. Excellent. Oh, yeah, he got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have Savvy's. We have Space 220. We have um, the dining. Well, that's not Galaxy's Edge. No, I know. We have the dining party at for the fireworks, the the cakey party thing, because we want space to be able to breathe and not catch COVID. Um, so <laughs> the cakey party. We, so we paid for the cakey party. Um, sorry, yeah. So then I clicked into this article. Oh, can I just be asking, is this the cakey party, please? <laughs> Where can I check in? I've brought me carrier bags. Literally. I've, I've got to be honest. That will be me. I've got to be honest. Whoop, whoop, this whoop. is more entertaining. This is more entertaining than Mrs. Brown's voice. <laughs> Just, just Craig doing that. So bring it on. Um, oh, actually, have you got Olga's Cantina? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, for the same day. Perfect. So we got his lightsaber for half eight in the morning, and then we have Olga's for some time at two o'clock. I think. Um, oh, it's a shame. Drinking at eight o'clock in the morning is really fun. I yeah, but we're really stretching ourselves this holiday, so maybe we should try and pace ourselves just a tiny bit. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to be wielding a lightsaber when you've had a few drinks. You'll have somebody's head off. Yeah. Right. I'm all about health and safety, me. Yeah. Um, Just put a vest on. Uh, sorry. So anyway, so I, clicked experience? Into, I, clicked, I clicked into this article. What's no longer available is that shitty plastic lightsaber uh, build your own thing in Tatooine Traders. They don't do that anymore. That was it. Oh, that was no. it. That was the big experience that is no longer available. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they they've even had that in Paris the last few years either. Actually, no, they, I haven't seen it in ages. I haven't seen it in years. No, no. But like, also, oh, so it's she... very un-COVID compliant. So, yes. Have they still got the expensive? So that's what Kate's expensive for. Where you put the kite. Did you just have a stroke? Yeah, yeah, the kite. Um, it was to be camera. No, <laughs> but you were oh, stuttering dear. a lot. I'll just turn the camera off. Put sound tape over my camera. Just get a privacy screen. Um, yeah. So Craig, you you said you was going to tell us all about sorry, yeah, of course. this man and his twenty six uh, attractions that he rode on in one day. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Come back to Genie Come Plus. On. Oh, Genie Plus is boring now. You say that. No one's interested. I could talk about it all day. <laughs> Go ahead, Dad. In fact, Kate spends most days talking about Genie Plus. Yeah, sometimes <sighs> I turn around to Ed and I'm like, guess what happened with Genie Plus with someone today? And he's like, "Get stop talking to me. <laughs> they had to wait five minutes longer than it said yeah. it was. Ed, I was just thinking, I'm just guess. in case we ever decide to have children, Genie Plus would make a really excellent name. <laughs> For a boy or a girl, just no. Call just one of them genie there. and the other one plus. Have I? I, I don't know if I've ever I told think, this story. Publicly. I think it should be Chapek. I but think that's I a good boy's name. Chapek, uh. come in for your tea. Come on now. <laughs> sounds Chappy, like sounds Chappy. like dog food. <laughs> um, Middle name Bellend. I don't know if I've ever told this story publicly because it doesn't really involve me, but I'll tell it anyway because it doesn't involve me. Um, there was a friend of a friend uh, of a friend. Dinner, who had two twins and called them Kriya, as you do called them Kriya and Tion so that together when you combine the names it spells creation 
So there you go. Just about skin on this though, sorry. Yeah. You were you were less you were less violent in your retching than I was when I had that. <laughs> but we know we're all different. We know somebody whose child is called Evertonia. No. What? Oh my god. Evertonians. For American listeners. I don't get it. Everton's true. a football team. That Soccer is true. Team. Oh, is that is that what it is? Everton? Everton. Is that what they were going for then? Yeah. Yeah, they're Everton fans. Yeah. Private number plates a lot. Wow. And a child called Everton. Did you know Thanos is got into like the list of Purple? high baby names this year? Oh, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Thanos. Like what the hell? What's wrong with people? I mean It's like naming your child discharge. I mean the the problem I've got with that is he committed genocide to literally half the world's population. Yeah, but he, but he, but was he, he did right, it for the though? right reason. Was he right? Half not, the universe. Did he know what I'm he was saying, doing? I'm not saying I'm not saying he wasn't, but then I mean didn't you'd didn't get a pass in space, wouldn't you? Didn't a certain Austrian dictator say you know have a very similar outlook and he believed that he was in it for the right reasons as well. All I'm saying is if you're outlawing one, you could probably outlaw that as well. Regardless the wait times on right GD Plus would be less, oh, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're totally right. Statistically, you'd have half the amount of people going to Disney World. You'd only have half the hot dogs over Casey's corner. You wouldn't need Genie Plus at all. I'd just say I would have Genie. saved myself over a hundred dollars. If Thanos had annihilated half the universe. God, God damn it, Thanos! Why couldn't you have just you know not lost? Right. Um... So, Craig, you're not going to talk about the article that you tried to make everyone read on your behalf. If yeah. you're not going to do that, are you actually going to bring anything to the, the conversation here, news-wise? Do you want to do an impression of someone no, else? it's not I, news, is I it? I have other news, no. if you want other news. Um, select backstage <laughs> tours return for Disney World in 2022. What was that? Well, if you yes. weren't talking, you would have heard me. Uh... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I um I did I did see the I'm not going to name the person but we we do know someone in fact we do have a listener that is part of that program um, who said that uh, yes it is coming back sooner uh, rather than later. Tourists are now available for booking and are coming back with dates beginning on February sixth, uh, such as Disney's Keys to the Kingdom, Caring for Giants, Wild Africa That's Trek, Up Close at Rhinos, and Savor the Savannah. I think it's the Wild Africa trip we wanted. So they wanted Ryan to that. Is that I the one with the um, the waterways? And, that's uh, the three-hour safari adventure at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Oh no, this is the one where you have like harnesses on and you walk across bridges. And, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah right, it's that okay. one. Yes, swinging, swinging rope trip. Swinging rope bridge near crocodiles and view towering giraffes, powerful rhinos, and hippos. Sounds good. I'd love to do um, Keys to the Kingdom. I've got mixed feelings about it. I don't, I don't know that I want to see backstage. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't give a shit. I've already, I've already lived that yeah. life. <laughs> no, I think I'm staying. Yeah, I know, I know, I know what you mean. Some of it, there are some things that you, you kind of are interested in finding out about, but it's a bit like when a magician reveals. Like the secrets of the trick, yeah. right? It's it loses yeah. the mystique I think, um, when it happens. I'm gonna stay mystiqueified. Mm. But there's loads mm -hmm. of tools they do do. Not just, that's not just the only one, right? So 
<laughs> I've gone almost an hour without saying it, so I think that's, I think that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, so it's great news because, I mean, obviously those tours have not returned since uh, the parks originally closed. Um, Until this whole personalised pepperoni pizza arrived. What? A personalised pepperoni pizza. What, just now? The pandemic. <laughs> no. No? Have you not got, have you, have you not heard the pandemic been referred to as a personalised pizza? Mm, no. No. Oh. Lots of things, but not okay. that. That is a new one on me. Yeah. I'll go back to my corner now. It's alright. No, something every don't, day. Don't leave. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask for an explanation. Um, Mr. D, was there anything else news wise? Well, you've taken me by surprise there. Um, let's see. Um, they've said that Fantasmic is returning. Like so they've been talking about things that are returning, but they haven't said when. Mm. So Phantasmia is coming back and there'll be some new show scenes in Phantasmia, which is interesting. That's possible. It's one of my favourite shows. I was going to say it was my favourite, but it possibly is my favourite. Um, I don't know, because I haven't seen Harmonious. So I don't know what that's... I doubt that's going to be my yeah, favourite. But anyway, um, Fantasmic's coming back, which is good news. And it's got some new show scenes. So that's good. No, I completely agree with you on that. I think that, I think that is uh, great news. I think Fantasmic's a great show. Um, again, plugging the Christmas shows, um, that is talked about on the Disney uh, Parks mm-hmm. episode um, about Steve uh, seeing that for the first time um, and, and what he thought of the show. But... Um, yeah, I think the, I think the jury's out for a lot of people. I think it's one of those things you kind of need to see um, in person to see if it's um, you know something uh, yeah something good. I heard it's good. I just don't know if it's as good as Eliminations. I thought Eliminations was amazing, and it's 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 from the conversation we had. It seemed to really vary. Uh, depending on, uh, yeah, I've had that as well. Whilst I think with, I think with illuminations, what we were kind of talking about is the fact that you could pretty much be anywhere and get. A, a yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there were some, on. there were some views that were but that were pretty this, bad, and you so. could always tell the views that were pretty bad because nobody was stood at that point, <laughs> right? So you get there and you go, oh, there's a space. Not, not until uh, two yeah. minutes and before, and you get there and you're yeah. like, ah, there's a reason why nobody's here. Okay, moving along. Yeah, but yeah, I have yeah. heard that the best uh, view for Harmonious is a much narrower view at the kind of almost at the I think at the kind of six o'clock position if you're looking at World Showcase Lagoon. I think Steve implied the best position was in the car park, looking away from me. <laughs> I see it was it was walking out towards the yeah. uh, the exit was where he got the best view. Or um, just head down a toilet, just hide. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad Fantasmic and is, World is of Colour is coming back to Disneyland as well, which is good. Ah, yeah, that's good. No, do we know no, when? No dates. Or is that still to be determined? I don't see any dates. Did they have a song for that? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's got a soundtrack. Oh yeah, it has. Yeah, mm, uh, it's yeah. got a lot of music. Yeah. 
There's a wind and there is another defunct land video which is really really good which talks about the original Disneyland hotel and it is worth watching because that actually had the precursor to World of Colour as part of that uh, yes. hotel it is a really good video isn't it isn't it funny though that they actually did an episode of of that hotel on Disney Plus for Disney mm. Plus, and it wasn't no, anywhere near as good. True. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, the defunct one, land, defunct land yeah. episode is on Disneyland Hotel is, is really interesting. It's kind of sad though because it's all it's pretty much yeah, all gone. I... But the original, all the original is gone. There's yes. only stuff that's old but not as old as the original that's left. Yeah, yeah. If I say one thing uh, to people over at Christmas when you're not working, you, you need something to pass the time. Uh, check out Defunct mm. Land on on YouTube. Um, there's a few years worth of videos, and they're all really mm -hmm. good. Some of them are really long, so you, you might not be able to watch them in one yeah. sitting, but they are really good. I mean, that's Ryan's excuse for not watching. One is that he, he doesn't have time. That's nonsense. Um, mm. But they are really good. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you could him. say I've only watched um, half an hour of it. Yeah. And that's one thing. He yes. always has time to play on his Xbox. Ooh. You sound like my wife now. Just oh, he's got time to play on that computer. I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that... Listen, I'll, 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 I'll give Ryan some shit, Xbox but I'm not going to give him any shit for gaming, okay? That's, that's off limits. <laughs> all right, all right. He gave him some shit as well. Um, KP, was there any other news stories you want to talk about? Oh, I know they came. There was news of it a while ago, but I think we talked about it last time. Is that the trams are coming back to mm. Disney World, um, so people don't have to use their little legs anymore. Um, and then also <laughs> they've released the dates for Run Disney for the next twelve years. What well, looks about? I can't remember what it was. Twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. I think it was. Yeah, two um, two years, not twelve. It feels like twelve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, people are excited. Woo! They can run again and pretend that they're fish when they just watched the 5k i don't know um but yeah that's it <laughs> um speaking of dates as well they i did see that disneyland paris have announced their uh the pride night um oh cool because they had to cancel back. last year's but, yeah uh so it's uh june 11th it looks like it's only one night this year it was i think it was supposed to be two or three nights maybe they're just trying to slowly phase it back uh, they don't want to i i if i'm honest i think uh seeing the state of france right now yeah like they, I'd they probably be surprised don't want that even happens they probably don't want to plan three days worth of stuff if they end up have, that's uh, if they end up having to cancel yeah. three days worth of stuff that's too much yeah yeah i i agree so that's I a lot that's of fine. cupcakes you've got a bit <laughs> yeah they won't bin them they'll just just sell them sell them they'll just keep selling until they go um that's the 11th of June, though. Uh, if you do want to get tickets, they go on sale. Uh, Covid won't exist by the 11th of June. I'm sure we said that. Yeah, That's I think what I said, said at the start of this You're year. You frightened the Jesus out of me there, Kate. So I've just looked on the Run Disney website. So that it's races through until uh, beginning of April. Because we're hoping to do the one in November. And I thought, oh my God, oh, we've missed it. Because pretty much everything <laughs> is sold out already. All that stuff. Uh, there's still still a few things Apologies. which are available, but 
there's always like the dopey yeah. challenge and stuff. They're always left where you have to really work hard. People never yeah. know for this. all later <laughs> stuff, March and April. There's still quite a few of those. 10k, t- race for the taste. 10k, Twilight Terror Terror, 10 miler. Those are still available. The diabetic donut challenge where you walk from the car park to the entrance. Yeah. Get a medal. But all that, the all the January and February uh, ones are all sold out. Donuts. Yeah. Interesting. That's all my park news. Um, oh, I have no more tabs open. <laughs> no, fair 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 enough. Um in that case, um let's go and have a look and see what's going on outside the parks. Why not? After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. So. Thunderbirds are go, 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 go. I mean, you can tell it's getting near Christmas, and it's 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 like you know what this feels like. This feels like the last day of school, and instead of <laughs> when everyone's instead just of, dicking about, well, instead, of, instead, of asking, instead of asking, instead uh, of asking you to all bring in your favourite toys or board games to play, you just come in like with your cocoa pops and Bailey's <laughs> bowls of cereal, and you're pissed at your nuts. Um, right, let's have a look at stuff that's been going on outside the parks. Um, Firstly, if you're in the UK, exciting news. This has been a uh, great news week in the Branch household because uh, Malcolm in the Middle, all seasons, all episodes are now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Why, why is no one else as excited as... Never watched it. News, right? Ron's Gone Wrong also came onto Disney+. Plus as well. It did, I've seen that. Yes. I'm excited to watch that. I've seen, um, seen that in Scotland and called COVID. Yeah, I. What well, because I saw you watched it? it? Wow, what a story! Does that mean if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to catch COVID? Is that what you're saying? Craig's gone don't, wrong. Don't watch I, it until February. I mean, I'm. I, I don't. I, I think there could be legal proceedings if we say that. So let me just clarify. <laughs> I saw uh, Ron's Gone Wrong in a cinema, uh, not in Scotland. I did not get COVID. At so that who's going to sue us here? The Scottish or the Disney? Uh, ah, Scotland's not going to see you. I think it's more likely to be the Disney. Yeah, it's McFox. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's that's two good things that have been added to to Disney Plus. Um, who has seen? Who is up to date with uh, Hawkeye? Yeah, baby, woo woo. One behind. One behind. I'm starting it. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. wow! What? You should be I'm busy. Oh. All right, Ryan. Well, I was, I, I've only <laughs> just finished today watching Jungle Cruise, right? Oh my God, you're, you're fucking years behind. Look, look, look. Is Scotland I, stuck in I, some kind of weird time flux? Right. <laughs> no, let me, let me explain. Let me explain. 
I've been trying to get Kerry and Heather to watch it for months since it came out, and eventually I just thought, right, that's it, I'm done, I'm watching it. So I watched it on my own on my iPad. What can you do, you know what I mean? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. <laughs> George Addison sung that with Jules Holland just before he died. I'm sure we was all uh, waiting to see what riveting story Mr. D had there, and um, yeah. didn't disappoint. Yeah. Uh, how many how many parts did you watch it in? Because no, just just, just one. The one. <laughs> just the one. Didn't watch it in the cinema. Okay. Um, so KP, you're up to date with Hawkeye. Let's uh, not talk yeah. spoilers. Um, but oh, how are you fine. enjoying it? I really, really like it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm loving the diversity. Um, I this is I've never liked the character Hawkeye slash Clint as much as I do now. I always hated him. I thought he was useless. I thought he was really boring. But again, I think that's the same sort of idea as what happened with Black Widow. Was I always thought Black Widow was really boring, and I didn't really like her character until they actually gave me a backstory for her and more storyline. And then I was like, wow, she's really interesting. And I feel like the same thing has happened now with Hawkeye, where we've now seen more of his family than we ever have. We've seen what he's actually like as a person. He's quick-witted. He's a great dad. He's a fantastic father figure. He's like he's funny. Um, he'll always got got your back. And I just never felt that about him before. And now I'm like, wow, what a great Avenger. Wait until you yeah. see the episode with his Scottish cousin, Hawkeye the Who. What part of that uh, diversity the Russians? No, ha- what? There's, like, so, there's a deaf character in it. She's fully no. deaf. No, you said um, there's loads of diversity in it. Yeah, there's so a I deaf thought... main character and she's female and not straight up American. How much more oh, diversity do you want? I thought that I thought they were all dancing, doing backflips and that. Oh, that is one of the most insensitive things I think I've ever heard you say. Uh, no, oh, I mean, it might be it might be for you, Kate. It might be for you. <laughs> but I recorded with him this small this afternoon, and it definitely it's definitely not the worst thing I've heard him say today. Um, and also, no one remembers who diversity are. It's been it's been twelve years now. They have a clothing line out with Next. There you go. And they were um, still they were advertised. They were so advertised weird? dancing at Butlins as well recently. They there have. They are also. They are. They are also doing the pantomime at uh, the town near me next December. They've just been announced for that as well. Ooh. Anyway, anyway, um, Hawkeye, yeah, great stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, Kate. Um, I mean, the one thing, I, it's been really interesting, and actually, I, I, I've i always wanted to ask you about um, your, your your background. Well, not your, back, not your background, well, not your backstory. I was born in 1996. Um, well, an I Irish man and an Irish sister. woman loved each other very much. They hooked in a special way. Oh, my way. God. You are 13. I'm 13 years older than you. Oh, my God. Um, no, so I know that... Um, I was off my tits For what you've said... From what you've said about um, like deaf programs, uh, deaf films that have come out recently, um, about shows like a lot of Disney shows recently have really focused yeah. on deaf characters, mm-hmm. right? Great. Yeah. And so I figured, in the same way that I get really interested with things to do with autism and autis- and autistic characters, 
yeah. I was seeing that with you with, with things representing deaf people. So that's what I was trying to figure out what your connection was, which I now, you, you mentioned earlier, so I now know who that is. But I think it's been really interesting that Disney has gone down this route and they, there is a big em- emphasis on it. It's just great. It's like this, there's loads of deaf actors. Like there's so many deaf actors. There is no need to keep hiring hearing actors to learn sign to play yeah. deaf characters. There's no need. It's just not it's just not required. There are so many deaf actors available to play these absolutely amazing roles. Mm. And as we've seen, it's not an issue for anybody. Sure, oh, spoiler for Eternals, Harry Styles went up and fucking helped her throughout the filming. There's a whole interview with her saying how she every time they stopped recording the interpreter had to run around tap her on the shoulder and to tell her that they'd stopped recording the interpreter had done this about three times and at one point harry styles turned around and was like is it okay if i just tap you on the shoulder and tell you that we've stopped filming so that the interpreter isn't like run off their feet and then then, there you go it's like perfect inclusion so simple it wasn't a hassle for anybody no no i think it's uh i think it's amazing uh i think it's really good but hawkeye i think it's been a surprise because like you saying what you did about Hawkeye and I can see what you meant about Black Widow as well the problem is when these characters are in these films where they are very much bit part characters there is not much time for development you don't get to see them do too much you might get them to to do a you know a good like fight scene or something like that but there's no depth to these characters and you know Hawkeye to me was just like the most dull character um you know, probably in the Avengers because he never seemed to do anything important. You know, even though in like Endgame he started to do a bit more, but it was the first time. I think I was like, they could have done this without him. He's not important. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of, like the majority of the time, that's how I felt. I was yeah. like, mm, they probably could have done this without him. Was he really that important? But, but it's paying off now. It's paying oh, off yeah, now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. So, you know. It's good. And and Mr. D, the good news for you, it's only got one episode left. Okay. Yeah. So next Wednesday is the last episode, so you can blitz through them all and have yeah. a, a cracking time. Very Christmassy. Yeah. yeah. Um, for a Marvel show. Um now, uh, I think we've we've not talked about the, the elephant in the room. So I think we should. Um oh, yeah. you know, the Disney No, we talked about him already. Disney had a uh, a massive uh film come out. Uh, this week i think we need to uh to talk about it i think it's only right that we talk about it um so i'm going to come to you uh first mr d um how was west side story right okay have you yes is this really that bad so wait a minute has has everybody seen the original west side story no right so so i watched high school musical no, no, really the no, same thing. No, I love no. High School Musical. No, no, you're both wrong. One, two, um, and three. I've never you get seen with each one. So, I've Nick, have you seen West Side Story? I've never seen West Side Story, but but West Side Story was my dad's was probably my dad's second favorite film of all time. Right. He loved West Side Story, so mm-hmm. I'm very aware of it. I'm very aware of the songs. For some reason, I just never saw the original. So, and right. I, I know a fair amount of, of the film. Sure. What about you, Craig? Have you seen it? No, you've never seen it. Uh, okay. No. All right. I don't even know any of the songs. So, West well, you, you will, but you just don't know that no. you know them. Like, okay. you, you will know. You will know some of them. You'll definitely know. Like, I want to be an American and things like that. 
if you heard it. I'm not going to sing it. Yeah. But so West Side Story is is set in the fifties. It's a remake. That's the one, yeah. And it's a yeah. remake, or it's a it's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet, is what it is. Okay, so that's yeah. it's, it's a it's a version of Romeo and Juliet. And what Spielberg has done is he's he's basically redone West Side Story, but still set in the 1950s, which I find a bit surprising, really. So it's still in the 1950s. If you haven't seen the original and you like musicals, you'll really like Spielberg's version. It is excellent. The singing's really good. The dancing's really good. The acting's really good. It's shot beautifully. I mean, it's got advantages in terms of you know, the modern technology and camera positions and things like that, special effects and things like that. So it is, it is really, really good. It's excellent. But the original's excellent. So to me, the question is, why? I don't understand why you remade it. Right? I mean, you, the original's set in the 1950s. This is set in the 1950s. So, like, it hasn't really dated because it's set in the 1950s it's already dated it's supposed to be dated so i don't i don't really get it i really enjoyed it i thought it's great it's a long film it's like two and three quarter hours something like that two hours 36 i think something like that but then so is the original film it's only five minutes longer than the original film but if i'm I'm guessing mr day mm -hmm. to answer your question because i was talking to someone about this um the other day and they said the same thing, um, both in terms of enjoyment, but also a little bit of surprise in essentially how it was done. Yeah. Um, and I think I think the problem is, if I'm honest, it's because when you go back and watch these films, mm-hmm. they do look dated. You know, the techniques yeah. are different now to how they film things and, 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 and all this stuff. So I think the problem isn't necessarily that the original film isn't interesting or mm. wouldn't be entertaining for some people. It's just the fact that yeah. trying to get somebody younger watching a film that was made in the 60s yeah. and looks like it, it is a hard sell. Yeah. That's, that's so why I, I think, asked you if you'd seen it. So you three yeah. haven't seen it, which which is the answer, really. right? The fact that you yeah, haven't seen the, the, West Side the Story. Reason why, the reason why I hadn't seen it, though, was was purely... It's that typical thing that, I mean, I, I know some people do this, not everyone does it, but is where you kind of rebel, right? So because it was my dad's favourite film, I figured uh, it means it won't interest me because we've got different likes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why. It's not that I'm, I, I like musicals, so I should have seen West Side mm-hmm. Story. And if it popped up on the TV and I wasn't watching anything, then I'd watch it. I wouldn't turn it off. Yeah. But I, I, will, I, I quite like like old films mm-hmm. in general. You know, I love watching even now the orig- the original King Kong, yeah, from like thirty nine, I think. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not afraid, yeah. but a lot of people are, and yeah, I think the other thing as well is there is that element of films do got get like lost in the passage of time. Yeah, I think that's true. You know, I think it's true. It's sad, but it's true. So I would say that yeah. if you've if you've if you like the original West Side Story, you'll you'll enjoy this, but you probably don't need it. And if you have never seen the original West Side Story and you like musicals, then go and see this because it's beautifully made. I mean, it's a it's a craftsman's piece of work. It's um it's a it's a 
great musical to watch. So I, I, I thought Steven, it was excellent. The reason why the reason why Steven Spielberg's made it is because it's a labour of love for him. Yeah. It was his dad's favourite musical. Yeah. It was the first musical he ever uh was aware of. Mm-hmm. Like they had the the soundtrack in the house. Yeah. Um I saw him being interviewed about it uh recently. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. So that's why he wanted to do it. Yeah. Um as well. And also it's it's the last thing or or, or you know, one of the last things that Spielberg's done. Yeah. Right. He's done pretty much everything there is to do in film, mm-hmm. but he's never done a musical. So yeah. you know, it's it's ticking those boxes before you wrap up. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think as well for him. So it, it was it was a ballsy thing though to take on what is regarded as a classic and still a five star movie and remake it. Yes. Right. It is a really yeah. ballsy thing to do. Especially and this is where this is where I kind of I was really surprised because there are other movies that in their day were big movies, but they've dated worse than West Side Story and could probably do with a remake more than West Side Story could. However, name it, you know, name it. He's done it and you know, it's he's done a fantastic job of it. I think, you know. Well go on. What 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 do you want to see remade? Oh I don't know. Um you sort of put me on the spot there, but you know, if uh... technically you put yourself on the spot, yeah, I suppose I did. Really, I'm, I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. I suppose I did. Um, well, you have a, I'll you come have back a think to about it. Because, Let me think about it. Yeah, yeah, I'll come back to you because Kate, Kate was going to interject there. So, what was you going to say, Kate? Jaws. Oh, there you I was going to say CGI oh, shark. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. No, it's okay. My point's not important anymore. I'll just meet myself again. <laughs> Your point. Your point's always important. I was gonna say one of their biggest problems is that Ansel Elgore is in it, and he is not being taken to quite fondly in the young generations these days because of many allegations. Yeah. Um. And you know the TikTok, the TikTok um generation, they don't take kindly on um bad allegations like that, and they will highly boycott something very quickly because someone is in sure. it. And it's, it's um. It's tricky as well because I mean, the first thing I saw him in was Baby Driver, which yeah. again is oh, what a great as, movie. Yeah. Well, it, it, it was a great movie, but it's now a very problematic movie because obviously Kevin Spacey's also in that. Yeah, sure. So, oh, yeah. Quite a large role, so it's a bit of an a bit of a an awkward watch and that all one of a with sudden. The drum. No, that's not him, is it? That's not Kevin Spacey. Uh, no, um, Whiplash, but the but um, Miles Teller is uh, a bit of a weirdo. So yeah, yeah. that's that's also a bit of a problem now as well. Which is a pity because um, I also love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I know Whiplash is is a cracking film. The thing is, he's um, he he's probably the weakest in it, um, but he's good. I mean, I'd, I'd say I think he's good. He's better than I thought he might be because he's got a singing part and a dancing part and an acting part. Um. But actually, it's it's probably the other characters that are the stronger characters, I think, and have a like better performance. The Puerto Rican actor if, and actress—I don't remember the name, sorry—but because they're new, they're new faces, but they're they're fantastic. Well, I'm pretty sure Maria is Snow White in the new live-action Snow White that Disney are making. Oh, okay, well, I haven't seen any of that. I haven't seen any trailers or anything. Oh no no it's it's just like she was yeah, announced, any, uh, a few months ago so there's, there's nothing to see yeah. right now but yeah um, but yeah um, Kate as you kind of alluded to uh, it's it's not done particularly well 
Um, people are like, why aren't people flocking to go see this movie? Well, and everyone's like, because no one gives a shit and it's full of a No, rates. you know what? No, you know what it is? You know what the problem is? <laughs> I was having, again, this was part of the discussion I was having the other day. So it, it actually made more money in its opening weekend than The Greatest Showman. Wow, really? Right, because The Greatest Showman wasn't a hit. When like, it opened. Yeah, musicals. And if you look back at... Uh, at musicals, you know, even things like Chicago, <laughs> they they don't they don't what they what they tend to do is they tend to have a long run yeah. at the cinema, mm-hmm. but what they don't tend like, to do is like make a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. So the thing is, so I think um, I mean, in the end, you know, Greatest Showman, you know, made hundreds of millions uh, of dollars just just in the US alone, but it made less than ten million dollars in its opening weekend, which would be seen as a flop. Mm. But it what but what happened with the Greatest Showman was word of mouth and people you know saw it and it came out at a very similar time of year um, to West Side Story. So what happened was like as the big films for Christmas came out and people flocked to see them, then they were like, oh, what's left to see? Oh, I've heard that Greatest Showman's quite good. So you know, Star Wars and Jumanji at the time. Um, both did really, really well initially and then started to kind of like fall down the charts while the, the greatest showman was always mm. like, you know, two or three in the chart. And it was there for months because people just steadily went and watched it. So I don't think it's a flop, but I'm not surprised with how it's doing right now. Time will tell. Yeah. But it's ha- it's been really well reviewed. It's probably going to get some Oscar nominations. I-, I think it'll be fine. The other problem as well, though, is, of course, it's a film that's been released by Fox everyone knows that there's a short window between cinema releases now and going to Disney plus. So like for me, I, I do want to go and see it, but I also think it'll be on Disney plus in a couple of months. It might just wait. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be interesting. I mean, we, we went as a family, so my two daughters went as well and they, they liked it, but they didn't love it. And so it, it, it might be it might be more of a generational thing as well, but the funny thing is, if it's if it's the older generation who like it, they're probably the generation that have also seen the original. So he might he might miss his audience if he's trying to create West Side Story for a new generation, and the new generation aren't really buying into it. Then he might miss his audience. I don't know. They're all the, and the other problem as well is that older audience who are kind of locked in to see it. They are. The, the probably the, the biggest portion of audience at the moment which don't want to go to the cinemas yeah. so you know that that's another factor it'd be interesting I mean Spielberg does have you know flops and films that don't do very well mm-hmm. um, just not many of them so it, it will be interesting to see how this goes over time yeah. um, but of course I, I was kind of that was a little bit of a red herring I thought that was a bit of a joke it was uh, because there was obviously a big uh, Disney uh, Marvel released this week it wasn't a disney film it was a, a you know a sony film that's part of the mcu uh in in spider-man no way home now who here has seen this film yeah hell yeah oh, next wednesday oh, I off. oh jesus <sighs> yeah I, I i think mr d because i think we we need to discuss this um so I think I think we might because the thing is I don't want this spoil for you. I don't want this. No, for no you. way. And I think anything even alluding to a spoiler that we we say right now is going to ruin it. So um, I I don't want to kick you off. 
boss. But, but <laughs> I, I, I think it, I think it might be better if you wish everybody a happy Christmas. This will be it. This will take. This will take way too long, and then we'll be done because I'll have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like you're missing out on anything. We won't be talking about anything else. I don't think. No, no that's fine. No. I don't want it spoiled. So Merry Christmas. No. And we are bit. We are being very cautious in the chat for that exact same reason yeah, because sure. people are seeing it at different times. Are you seeing it with um, with everybody, no. or are you just going with your your dear lady wife? No, I'm going to mourn. Gone, gone stag. Yes, indeed. Are you um, as you're going next Wednesday? Which, if I'm thinking of the dates correctly, that's the twenty second. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. are you double billing to see the Matrix? No. Oh no, he couldn't do that. Oh, no, because that's Good. well. I've, I, I've, I would I've recommend. But... If you were doing it, I would recommend no, because I was knackered after Spider Man. It's, it's yeah, it's it's fairly yeah. It's fairly no, good. just it's just um, going to be uh, Spider Man, and then I'll probably need other Matrix online because Kerry isn't a big fan of the Matrix movies either. So that'll maybe the next week. Well, if you're talking, if you're talking about two and three, then I don't blame her at all. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, of course, is fine. Two's really um, out there, Mister D. Um, thank you for for everything you've done this year. Your your year on the podcast isn't quite over, of course. We do have our Patreon show that we are recording next week, so um, it is your your duty, uh, not duty, it's your duty to, of course, watch uh, Home Sweet, Home Alone and Earthquake for our shows, um, and we will reconvene next week um, and, and speak about those, but um, thank you so much for everything you've done for us this year, uh, you're always Mr. Reliable, even when you have to be a little bit late because you've got errands to run you're you are here <laughs> um and uh it, you know i just want to say publicly you know thank you for all you do um and the effort you put thank in you and the quizzes that you've done friend. well i know but the quiz the quizzes he was doing during lockdown as well you know it's oh, it, it's been great so nah. thank you thank you so much still uh, a lack of dlp questions on that <laughs> well there you go there's a there's an opening in the market there for you kate <laughs> Fill your boots. Anytime you want to join in, Kate. <laughs> no, my pleasure. Enjoyed it. All right. So yeah, I'll leave you to talk Spidey Man, and um, I'll tell you what I think about it next week. And uh, yeah, have a nice Christmas if I don't talk to you before. Thank All you. the best. All the best. Bye. Merry Christmas. Now this is where I'm gonna go. Ba, 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 ba. Because that's the that's the Spider Man music, right? Yeah. Is it? From the sixties yeah, yeah. cartoon. From the sixties cartoon. Spoiler man, spoiler man, talk spoilers about Spider Man. Have you seen the film yet? If not now, we're gonna spoil it now. Look out. Here comes the spoilers man. Um so we all uh, what are we doing here? Are we doing enough. no spoiler? Spoiler? Oh spoiler? no! No, this is this is spoiler time. The whole reason for playing oh, okay. the music, yeah, this then, is this is spoilerville. We are talking about honestly, this film. Wow. Big, now, could not give, could not give you more of a warning. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Yeah, there if is, you manage I, to I miss be, that, I'm not liable. <laughs> I will be putting. I'll be putting this all in the. I'll be putting this all in the notes as well, and I'll, I'll record a little bit before we go into this. So, um. 
yeah, I mean, if you if you are planning to see this film, switch off now. It's fine. You're not going to miss anything else out because this is going to be it. Um, but I think it's such a, a, a it's such a big event film. You do need to talk about it with people. And Craig has wanted to talk to me uh, about it today. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Craig talks about many other things today that we can't go into, but he did want to speak to me about this today. Uh, and KP, I, I, you've not really been able to speak to anyone about it either. Um, no, my friend Amy literally just got out and she was right. like, I want to talk about it. I was like, I have to talk about it with someone else first. I'll be with you in about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. So, I mean, look, the, the, the first things first, Like, I, I've already released a non-spoiler uh, review of, of Spider-Man yesterday. I wanted to get it out as soon as possible. Um, I'll ask everyone individually what they thought. I will start, though, in case people haven't listened to uh, that episode of Walking Movies, because there's only 29 of you that do, and that's fine. Um, I I really liked the film. I didn't love it. That's God where I am it. with it. Um, oh. I, shut up. You, you said the same. Right? There are, there are things... <laughs> There are things I love about the film and there are things that annoyed me greatly with the film. So for me, the best Spider-Man film is Into the Spider-Verse still, unfortunately. No. Um, that, that doesn't, doesn't stand off second or third view. Oh, give off. Oh, yes, I've seen it, it about ten times. No, it's a great film. But it's I, a great oh, film. But I just think the doesn't hype hold up. and... Uh, no, it, no, Into the Spider-Verse 100% holds up. I disagree with you on that. But... Yeah. Oh man, this film was a whopper though. Like, I could barely breathe through a lot of it. Like, I was, <laughs> it was tense. I really liked it. So, Craig, what about what about you? I abs- I mean, right. First of all, are you going to tell me it is the it is the greatest film of all time? Um, no, I'm not. Okay. There's there's better films in the MCU. Okay. But what was your what was your theatre going experience like? <gasps> so, <laughs> I... when you asked me about mine, I have a story. <laughs> Excellent. Well, mine's going to be quite short, so we'll, we'll pass it to Kate. So, so my theatre experience, I saw it at ten o'clock on uh, Wednesday morning. It was the first, all the the first showings of Spider Man were at ten a.m. for some reason. So it was being shown in about eight screens at the same time, uh, hmm. which is. I get, but it's also a bit bizarre because it's a Wednesday morning. Uh, mm. You know, only hardcore people or people that have put the day off work, like me, because they're sad, um, to go and watch it will do. So um, I booked it. I went to see it in IMAX 3D. It's the first IMAX 3D film I've seen since, uh, I think, The Last Jedi was probably the last one. Um, and it was a really good experience. My cinema screen was about... I'd say about eighty percent full. It was quite, it was quite full. And the thing with IMAX, although this isn't a a full on IMAX screen that I've got near me, uh, it's still big enough. So the thing is, people, unless they are really, really desperate, are not going to get the first five rows or so anyway because you're too close to the screen. Um, but uh, but it was pretty, it was pretty filled up, even even down the front as well. So it was pretty busy, and. Uh, in terms of reactions and stuff, there were whooping and cheers uh, for bits of the film, but there was nothing at the end of the film. Mm. No clapping or anything mm. like that, which I thought was interesting. But, you know, so that was that was my theatre experience. Craig, what about yours? 
Uh, so it was packed, full out. Um, everybody in the foyer was responsible, uh, masked up. So in my end, although it was quite spaced out because of this, uh, people were going in at all different times. And then in the in the cinema itself, our showcases, you've got your individual reclining seat. So you've got a, a, a fair bit of space around you anyway. Everyone was eating popcorn. So some people sat with the masks on, some didn't. Understandable people were eating. I, I had a bag of popcorn. Um, and at some points during the film, um, there was audible gasps. There was <laughs> whooping. There was... Um, Oh, there was we our Jack went with us. He was sobbing at one bit. Uh two bits in particular, he absolutely lost his shit. <laughs> I at the same time I, I did not cry at any point in this film, which I'm a crier. And I come close, but at two points in particular I literally couldn't breathe. I could not breathe. It was so huge what I witnessed. Mm-hmm. I I could not breathe. And then the end, um, it was a very low-key ending to the film anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think it so, fit. Yeah, I'm not saying... Yeah, I, I think I think it ended quite well, even though it was a little bit low-key. I, I would agree. Now, Craig, Loki you, went see, you went to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Did you cry at that? Yes. Um, I sobbed. I, right. I, I lost so, control of my bodily parts. I was quivering. I was convulsing. I was yep. that type of sobbing. So, so. But, but that. So, that weirdly. Film, that, yeah. Go I on, was the same. I was the same with Ghostbusters, but I was. But I'm with you on Spider Man. I, I didn't cry. And I know, I know films, well, sometimes they, they try and do stuff to, to make you cry. But for some reason, Ghostbusters got me. Spider-Man didn't get me in that way at all. And I, I was think a bit surprised. that's a lot to do with your past, though. Because, like, I let's didn't not bring, cry Let's not bring my childhood into this. No, because, like, I didn't cry at Ghostbusters. I right. like Ghostbusters, but I didn't grow up with Ghostbusters. Because right, of my okay. age, I physically couldn't. I really yeah. enjoyed the film, but I didn't cry. But yeah. this movie, like Tom Holland's, like it's gonna sound stupid, but like Tom Holland's my Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? Um, like I've watched him grow through the MCU, and so when this has happened to him, and I'm like, oh, little baby boy. <laughs> Do I you will, know what I mean? I mean? It's it's weird because I would say that he's also my Spider-Man. Now, I kind of. I avoided the Andrew Garfield ones when they came out because I could clearly see, right, the contracts expire, we need to make a new Spider-Man film and Spider-Man 3 flops, so let's reboot it again. And I was like, ugh. Now, I've watched uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. I've seen bits of Amazing Spider-Man 2. I, know, I knew enough about Amazing Spider-Man 2. I didn't see the whole thing. Um, I quite like his, his Peter Parker. Um, and his Spider-Man was okay. Now... Obviously, the first Spider-Man films I watched were the Tobey Maguire ones. They were, you know, came out at a good age for me. Um, I liked his Spider-Man, but I never liked his Peter Parker because the Peter oh, Parker. His that, Peter Parker was a douche. <laughs> uh, it was just, yeah, but, just a doofus. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, the, the other, 
there's been a few superheroes who've been rebooted over the years, Superman, Batman, Hmm. and every every actor brings his own, you know, the Joker, he's been done about him. I agree, right? I mean, you can, if you wanted to talk about Batmans, like Michael Keaton was, you know, I liked both his Bruce Wayne and his Batman, but Val Kilmer, I liked his Bruce Wayne, I didn't like his Batman, and George Clooney just didn't know either of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're right, but but what I mean is, is that the the Spider Man that I grew up with, so the one you know, the, the Spider Man I saw in the comics, the Spider Man that I saw in the cartoon series, that wasn't Tobey Maguire. Tom Holland, his portrayal of Peter Parker, and obviously his age as well, because he was younger than those actors when he first took the role on. His Peter Parker and his Spider Man were much more like the Spider Man I saw when I was a kid. So, although I, I did, you know, Tom McGuire was, would have been my Spider-Man, Kate, if you're looking at it in that kind of perspective, really Tom Holland is my Spider-Man because that's the that's the portrayal that means the most to me. What yeah, what was your theatre like, Keith? What was yours? Oh, well, let me bring you back to a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so we booked, um... <laughs> we booked our tickets the day they were available to book on Spider Monday or whatever the Spider Monday, brilliant. Um... Yeah. We booked them then. That was fine. Ireland was doing grand. Then a week ago, the government announced that all indoor entertainment had to go to 50%. Surprise, surprise. Our um, screening was sold out by then. (laughs) So we... You sent your legs. We uh, tried to contact the cinema via phone. They don't have one. Then we tried to contact them via online chat. And the man said, I have no control over that. You must have received an email from Odeon. And we were like, we definitely didn't. Uh, so we, ju- he confirmed, we got a confirmation from the man online that our tickets were still valid. And we were like, grand, screenshot that if anything happens, showing that to the man at the cinema. Uh, we arrived half an hour before our screening. Uh, the place was so full and so understaffed that we waited in the popcorn queue for 20 minutes and didn't move. So we decided to ditch that because I was having a nervous breakdown that we were going to miss the start of the movie, even though obviously our screening was at six and there was going to be at least 20 minutes of trailers. But in my mind, I was like, what if there's not? So I was not messing about with that. (laughs) I was like, we're going up. (laughs) And so then we went up. But to be honest, like I remember when I was... So this this was this was pre well, after you were born, but not not much. I remember going to see films on a Thursday night. So films in in England always came out on a Friday, traditionally. Mm-hmm. Like this Wednesday Thursday malarkey is is new within the last mm-hmm. decade or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was always Friday, but occasionally a big film would get a release on a Thursday. And I remember, for example, going back to what we was talking about just before Batman and Robin coming out, and we went to see that on a Thursday night before it got a general release. And that had no adverts, no trailers. The film literally started. So it, it, it's happened before. So I yeah, understand. I, just, I was so I was so stressed. It was like yeah. I was going to an exam or something. I was so stressed. <laughs> and Ed was like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I'm really nervous." And he was like, "Why?" And I was like, "What if? What if? What if? I don't know. I think I just I was I've been looking forward to this for so long that I was like, if anything is wrong with it, my life is ruined." So we went. By the way, there. this would make an awful episode of What If? What <laughs> if the movie started with no adverts, no trailers, and I missed the beginning? 
I, I just can't see it working as a, as even, a half hour animated like, short. Not even like I wouldn't have caught up because I basically we basically knew like the the borderline of the movie. Like I would have caught up if we'd missed the first ten minutes, but I just wasn't. I wasn't making that risk. Um, so then we ended up going up and sitting in the cinema for about twenty minutes, <laughs> just waiting. And I was like, oh, we probably could have got more. But anyway. Uh, so what had happened then was people were checking our seats as we went in, which is strange for the cinema because they never usually do that. They just trust you to sit in your seat. And what was happening was they hadn't actually social distanced the seats. They were going round and like hooshing people and moving them as they were sitting down. But there was too many people coming in for the one guy checking tickets. So people were just going and sitting in their seats and they ended up just not social distancing everybody anyway. But then we found out afterwards that some people had had their tickets cancelled half an hour before the showing. Oh my god. Because of social distancing. Which is crazy because when you actually got there, half the cinema wasn't even social distanced anyway because they couldn't keep up with it. And it was just... It was a time. There was five lads behind me who thought they were the absolute shit and wouldn't stop talking throughout the entire film. I was like, oh, lads, I've waited too long for this. I'm going to hit one of you in the head. Uh, there was a guy, lad beside me who brought the loudest packet of crisps I have ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> now, bless him. Like, he came dressed as Spider-Man. He had one of the spandex seats. Like, he was clearly into it and respectful. But, oh, man, those packet of crisps. I was going to shove them down his throat. Um, but other than that, it was fine. There was clapping. There was gasping. Um... There was a lot of laughing, but again, no clapping at the end of the film. But I didn't find that too weird because we don't really do that over here anyway, ever. I think the only oh. time, the only time I've ever been in a film where people clapped was either like a press screening, um, like a re- like a pre-screening or at the end of Endgame. <laughs> yeah, so I think the, the was Endgame. Just yeah, see, Endgame. I, I think the first time I ever experienced it in the UK was... Um, well, no, all right. The first time I ever did was uh, was watching Star Wars Episode Three. That was because I mean, it was oh, yeah, the world Star premiere, Wars, yeah. right? That was the world premiere, so that's why that happened. The second time it happened to me though was at the Force Awakens. That wasn't at the premiere. That was just the day it came out. So um, it does not happen very often, and it did happen at Endgame and Infinity War as well, actually for me as well. Um, but but slightly. Uh, interesting. So let's really go into spoilers. The first time that there was whooping in my screening was when Matt Murdock turned up. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't this, believe it. I well, you should have, because it was released. I had, <laughs> the, the I had was seen the spoiler for that, and I'm yeah. actually kind of upset. Like, the other spoilers, I'm not too upset about because they were in it for a long time. But I'm kind of upset about the Matt Murdock one because he was in it for such a short period of time. And I feel like they could have utilized it more. Um, my my understanding, and I, you know, I he's I'm just, not hundred percent. I know it's technically just a setup, but I would have preferred if he was in it more. Yeah, but the the the, the uh, some understanding is that it was a reshoot, so it wasn't part of the original filming. It was something that was re one of the you know when they do like pickups and and reshoots. Where they've missed stuff off of their, you know, they've changed a bit in the scripts and they've got to refilm it. So my understanding is yeah. that happened quite late in the day. Um, ah. And I, I mean, when I say late in the day, I mean you know earlier this year, not last yeah. week, but not, yeah. still. <laughs> oh shit, um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, and, and the thing what's is... The, uh, what's the end game in all this? What does What's it implying? Oh, Matt well, Murdock's coming into the MCU properly. Yeah. Because I avoided all spoilers about Matt Murdock. No, so this is basically them being like, hint, hint, wink, wink, not the last we're seeing of him, boys and girls, um, but without making the movie about well, introducing I mean... so many things could it not I've just not... be something as simple as um the netflix shows are going on to disney plus no no what it's He's coming what to it's... <laughs> yeah so the the thing is they literally that whole netflix marvel deal is done and dusted you know that was a very specific thing i mean disney uh or mcu you know could do a deal with netflix to buy those shows i don't think they've got any intention or need to they're quite happy to leave them over there because they're not particularly i mean i i, I didn't watch them because uh, i i knew they were they weren't at the time playing into the the larger cinematic universe but um you know shows like punisher they're not really on brand um they're a little bit more out there which is why they were on netflix and not abc or something so i think all they wanted to do was bring some of the actors into the mcu so those Netflix shows will still exist in their own little bubble, but they will bring some of those characters, some of those same actors playing the same characters into the proper MCU. I think that's all it means. Um, so, and which Kevin Feige one, made a comment about the that. Defenders, do you think? Because I've watched all of them apart from the last Lady one and the, I'm halfway through the last Punisher one. Do you mean Jessica Yeah, Jones? I mean. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, the Lady one. <laughs> Jesus the lady one. Christ. I know. Jesus I know. Christ, isn't it? Um, so, I there have been rumours that uh, Punisher might turn up in something. Yeah. Um, that's a possibility. Um, Jessica Jones has also been rumoured. I'd say the only one that I've not really heard much about is uh, Iron Fist. What about um, Luke Cage? Because Luke Cage, he's a bit of a has... strange character and a strange ending to his his story arc. Yeah, so I've not heard much about Luke Cage, but it's it's definitely a, a possibility. I'd say more than than somebody, you know, more than Iron Fist. But um, yeah, I, I don't. I think you're you're more likely to see Jessica Jones and Punisher than you are. Uh, I think Luke Jess- Cage. I think Jessica Jones is meant to be coming as well. Mm. But who knows? They're worth a watch if you haven't seen them. They're definitely worth a watch. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. I just it, at the time. With you know, I, I think I'd started watching Agents of Shield, and then you had the films coming out, and it was like, well, this feels very much like it's in its own little bubble. Um, I'm sure they're good; people love them, so I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying they're, they're crap or you shouldn't watch them. It's just that's why I never uh, bothered. But yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they're fine. Um, but that was that was the first time we got like you know, there was a big audience reaction. Um, Similar to what you said- were. I'm just a really good lawyer. My whole cinema fucking cracked up. <laughs> yeah. They were like, ah! The thing is, I mean, the one thing about this film, considering that, you know, it, 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 at times obviously a bit bleak, um, it was funny and you, you had people laughing well. almost, yeah. at, almost at every joke. Like, there was very few jokes that were flat. Yeah. Most of them got a reaction from the audience. That was... Mm. That was good. All right, I said that I had issues. Let me let me talk about my me my big. Man, we got issues, issues, issues. Let me let me kind of get you to 
look at the biggest issue I have with this film. Okay. And my biggest issue with this film is Aunt May. Because she dies? Now, firstly... No. Spoiler. So, firstly... <laughs> <laughs> that was a spoiler. Um, firstly, firstly, this whole film is her fault. If she didn't stick a roar in, this wouldn't have happened. Number oh, one. Oh, points. I know, but still... Uh, and she wouldn't have died. She wouldn't have died either. What are you talking but, about? This is all her fault. This is all Spider-Man's fault. No, no. What happened no, was... No, technically it's Doctor Strange's fault. <laughs> Spider-Man was a whiny little bitch in this film. No, whoa, he, like, whoa, his whoa. Life, his life was over. And what he, he was seeing was his this. friends... Yeah, and what he saw was his friends' lives getting ruined. He was very selfish. by association. He literally yes. was like, I don't care about me. Like, I can literally go live in a hole for all I care, but my friends don't deserve it. Exactly. Yeah, until it come time to the, the spell, and then he was like, apart from it, apart from it, well, yeah, apart from it. He's still a witty little fun guy, isn't he? He's still a child. He's only yeah, like he is 17, still a child. 18. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so, so the thing is, so what they had to do was capture the villains. They were doing that. Spider-Man was getting the villains and locking them up in the cages, right? It was Aunt May who was like, oh, Peter, you should like, you should help these guys. Don't just let them. Yeah. Like, look, these are super villains. And she's like, oh, you can change them. They're not bad. They're not all bad. Idiot. Even when they brought, he brought Osborne back in the fucking truck, brought him down yep. to the cave and then just had him wandering about. I was under my breath. I was like, put him in a box, put him in a box, put him in a box, put him in a box. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, why are you just letting him? I was like, even if he is okay for all of a sudden and just is mentally ill, you're still going to put him in a box. <laughs> but he, I yeah. Mean, yeah, but he's also got form for being fucking hoodwinked because the last Spider-Man film, he got diddled. And Whoa, that's so... the incorrect word. <laughs> So basically, the whole Context. he got sucked in. He gave his glasses away to a fucking maniac, right? Who set him up and caused all this. So he caused all the. This all goes back to film two, with right, but Mystique the thing or whatever his name was. Mysterio. Mysterio. That's but, but, but the whole. <laughs> Destiny's yeah, child. he's a big fan. He's a big fan of uh, two thousand and two British R and B girl bands. The the thing is, is that. He, he kind of learned a lesson, but he was on top of things. It was Aunt May that twisted his arm. Now, the other reason why I've got an issue with Aunt May is actually uh, Marissa Tomei. Because I think since they introduced this younger version of Aunt May, she's been great. She's been funny. She's been, you know, she's had that, she's had the storyline with uh, Happy. Um, that was all quite fun in the other films. You know, the will they, won't they kind of thing. In this film... It, to me, it felt like she completely phoned it in. It was like she couldn't be bothered to be there. Her whole character, how maybe she read she the script. Maybe, but but what I'm saying is, is that she she didn't feel like the same Aunt May we'd seen in the other films. It felt like she just couldn't be bothered to be there, she and she completely phoned it in. She didn't feel as light and fluffy as she has in the other right. films. Right. Yeah. She felt a bit more solid, if you know what I mean. Now, like, was that down to Marissa Tomei's acting, or was that down to the script and the direction? I, 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 I don't know. I would say script and direction, because she's she she. We have no evidence to prove that she's not a good actress. So I would say, and we've 
I would say she knew exactly what she was getting into and she looked delighted to be at the premiere. So I see no reason why she wouldn't have wanted to give her all to this movie. And like the tech, this is the end of her trilogy. So like, why wouldn't she want to do her best? Like this is the last, technically, as far as we know, this is the last word from Aunt May. So I would say it was down to script writing because I'd say they wanted to put the blame. Technically, if you do want to put the blame on Aunt May, it's fine, she's dead now. Like, you're not yeah. going to drag her into the next set of three movies because she's dead. So you don't have to worry about people being like, that stupid bitch or blah 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 or this is all her fault or why is she still here or whatever because she's dead. So who are you going to put the blame on? The person who dies. Yeah. But does um, Aunt May ever die in any of the other Spider-Mans in all the cartoons? Yeah, in yeah, all... yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, don't she's... know, does she or not? The thing is, I mean, the, the tradition, as you know, because it's, again, like when you see a Batman film, you see it play out <laughs> all the time. You know, Uncle Ben, he of the fantastic Mike Ray Rice, um, he is traditionally um, the father figure that Peter loses that puts him on the path to being Spider-Man um, and the great power and great responsibility. Um, now, I, I, I don't know in the comics if that's ever been flipped in that way where it's Aunt May that kind of gives that speech and is sacrificed um, but yes in the comics uh, Aunt May has, has died but normally Aunt May is much older um, as we saw in other films um, than this current portrayal of, of her so um, it's the first time that we've seen Aunt May like this and, and um, be the one to be the Uncle Ben uh, role in the story um, but yeah I mean Aunt May as a character has has died previously yeah. um, I thought I thought seeing the villains and getting everyone back was great um, I wasn't sure at first if they'd brought back all the actors because mm -hmm. like Sandman because he's made of sand yeah, it sounded like uh, Thomas Hayden Church was it him I wasn't, and I wasn't dinosaur completely boy. sure yep Again, wasn't sure if it was Reese the fans or not. Um, so I'm really glad they brought everyone back. It was good. One of my favourite things in this film is I felt that they fixed Doc Ock. And that's yeah. that I always felt, you know, with yeah. the Green Goblin in the first, you know, the very first Spider Man film. Ah, uh, he's he a dick had anyway. Gone, right. He wasn't a nice guy. <laughs> then he got even worse. And then he got murderous. So he's come up and wasn't a bad thing. Doc Ock, you know, had something go wrong and that corrupted him. And by the end of the film, he was he was essentially fixed and in the end sacrificed himself to save Peter Parker. So I always felt he got a bit of a short shrift. So in this film, I do feel that he gets a much better redemption, the redemption he should have had in Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I really liked it because we we rewatched all the Spider-Men before this movie. We watched them over the past like month and mm. watching them one after the other. I after every single movie, apart from maybe Osborne, cause he was always a bit of a dick, but after every single movie, I was like, none of these villains actually wanted to be villains. They were just guys that were too smart for their own good and got stuck in a bad situation. And now they're villains. And yep. that's, that was my biggest problem with all Spider-Man villains in these movies. And I was actually, I really, really liked the fact that he quote unquote fixed them all because I was like, I don't think half of those guys actually wanted the shit that they ended up with. 
and a lot yeah. of it is like mental stuff and they got taken over by stuff and they can't control it and I really liked that they got fixed because that was one of my big things with all those movies is that they weren't really villains <laughs> now I love Doctor Strange in this film I do like Doctor Strange generally as a character I think his dry humour works really well but I think Wong is one of my favourite characters I love Wong. He's so funny. He just He's cracks so me up all the time. Funny. Get <laughs> yeah, so when good. when this has all gone to shit, right? Why is Doctor yeah. Strange just sitting on it? I know he's tied up, but why can't he? Why doesn't Wong know that something's going? Because he's in a different. Wong. But it's the same. No, because you have to think when you're when you're watching MCU when you're watching an MCU movie, you can't think like that because if you thought like that. Captain Marvel would just come and save everybody's day all the time. Exactly. And that's but the you other... Can't, you can't you think introduce... like that with these movies because they're all off doing their own shit and they all can't be in the same place at the same time. So when you're watching these movies, you just have to take what they give you for granted and assume that because one couldn't be there, he was tied up in something else, he was in another dimension, he was in another realm that he couldn't, he didn't know what was happening. His pages didn't go off. Yeah, basically. He's supposed to be protecting planet Earth, though, isn't he? You just have to sort of take those things for granted in these movies. That's literally his job. I did like as well the fact that Wong ended up as a sorcerer supreme because of the five-year technicality. Yeah, so that was really funny. One of of my favourite bits in the entire film, which does play up to the post-credits that we'll talk about later as well, is um, was the whole thing in the Mirrorverse. I thought it was uh, so visually impressive. The geometry? Well, yeah, but not, not just the geometry, <laughs> but just like the way that they, they made that world happen. Oh, yeah. I thought it was yeah. fascinating. You know, I thought mm. the effects... I said, because I, I said to my wife, in a way, it's a little bit like, you know, when you see stuff like that happen in Inception, but just just amplified. Like, I think all, they, all the stuff they do with... Doctor Strange in those worlds when he's manipulating things like that is so clever must take so much work uh, to make them look like they do um, but I really enjoyed um, them fighting in, in that sequence um, I'm still the other thing I'm, I'm still not really that sure about is the whole MJ thing Why? so she's Michelle Jones yeah okay so that may died no one, no one cried at that scene. No one cried at that scene. What is your pr- um, is your problem that her name's not Mary Jane? Yeah, I, I, I've got no problem with uh, Zandana at all. I who? think she's sorry. Who Zandana? Zendana? Zendaya? Yeah, is it? Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going out with us. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> she's she's a. Uh, I can barely right, get Tom yuck. Holland's name right. She's not going out with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, she's got way more taste than that. I, I think she's fantastic. Everything I've seen her in, um, she's been great. Except the Disney Channel stuff. I never watched that. But uh, every film I've seen her in, she's she's a fantastic actress. I, I love the characters she plays in these films. But I I, I guess, as a traditionalist, again, Gwen Stacy never mattered to me because Gwen Stacy was in the comic books way before I picked up a Spider-Man comic. So for me, it's always been Mary Jane Watson. Um, but didn't she say her name was like Michelle Jones Watson or something? Yeah, but she doesn't go by Watson, she said. Right, yeah. Yeah. That that was the thing that kind of like confused me because I don't think 
I don't think her name's ever been said in any of the other films. No, no, it it's just been MJ. Yeah. yeah. So Michelle Jones Watson doesn't like if you if you want to call somebody MJ but not have a be Mary Jane Watson, fine. But then don't say her name's Michelle Jones Watson because you've still Unless got that. Unless it's important. I say Unless that's it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but call her something else. Um, but yeah, I mean, Marjorie. She's jam. She's great, and I after Aunt May died. I kind of jail. was re- I was relieved that that meant that she wouldn't die. And no one else is dying. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> so like I did think that one of them I might was, die. I was pretty confident that see, because I was too deep on TikTok at one point, and I was pretty confident that Andrew Garfield was going to come in and save her, and that's yes. exactly what happened. And I was like, woohoo, yes. woo! Because of what because of what had happened with him previously, that was going to be his. Yeah, redemption. and then they built it up before that as well when the, the three of them were talking, and I was like, oh, this is exactly what's going to happen. And I was like, thank God, she's not dying. Everything's fine. So was everyone so? Let's let's talk about. We mentioned Andrew Garfield. We haven't mentioned Tobey Maguire yet. But so when uh, Ned's got the rings, and he starts trying Bye. to cast uh, the 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 spell to open up the portal, and you saw Spider Man, I was when not. I saw his silhouette. I physically jumped out of my seat. <laughs> See, I didn't. I at that point, I had not clocked on. It's only as he started Aww. running towards, and you're like, "That's like not the costume. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the right costume." Wow, wow, wow. guys, have you messed this up? <laughs> <laughs> and, nice. and at that point, you could hear a collective gasp because the thing mm. is, we all knew it. Uh, you know, there was that Brazilian trailer where they they oh, went on slightly too longer. Well, it turned out it was a kick, wasn't it? When you watched yeah, the yeah, film, yeah. it's actually a kick, but yeah. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, we know. Someone should have got fired for that, though. Oh, they definitely you know I mean? did. Oh, they hundred percent. Just did. don't include that little se- two seconds of film in the trailer. But then, to be fair, I mean, even if you look, even if you looked at that trailer the first time around, like, or you looked at the the UK trailer where that didn't have that that extra couple of seconds, they're jumping towards no one. Yeah, like what? It didn't make any sense. One person's jumping towards Spider Man, and then the two other villains are jumping into space where there's Air. no one there. Um, <laughs> I kind of wish they just got. They, they, there was two things they could have done. One, revealed the other Spider Men, or two, just not show the villains. Because the thing no, is, because they had. You mean that clip, or not showing the villains at all? At all. Well, See, they have I to show the villains and I they don't have to show the Spider-Man. Mm. Well, you're going to go see You're, you're going to go they'd see lost still, all anyway. hope. They'd, they'd lost all hope. The villains were out there, whatever, and he needed help. And he thought he was dead. The other one, he thought Tom Holland was dead. They hadn't had any feedback. He hadn't used his phone, which was probably just still in his hand. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I I couldn't breathe because we all knew it was coming, but until you actually <laughs> oh, see yeah. it, yeah, no, there was still a part of in the back of my head that was like, "They're not in this movie." This they're not. I was in like, this they're, movie. "They're not in this movie." I was We've like, gonna... "That poor boy did all that uh, press for Tick Tick Boom, and he was telling the truth." I was like, "He was telling the truth the whole time," and no, he wasn't. He's a big fat liar. <laughs> and the thing is, as well, we've the last all ten seen... seconds. Yeah, but the thing is, we've all seen like leaked photos from the set, and you're like. I haven't. 
Well, it looks it looks like it could be real, but they're saying yeah. it's not real. Well, Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> there was so much we all knew, but until you physically see it, there was still that little bit of doubt in your mind that maybe this was all blown up out of nothing. Yeah. Um and to be honest, I thought um it was great to see them back. Um Andrew Garfield obviously hadn't aged that much because it wasn't that long oh, ago. But he um, was fantastic. He was yeah. so good. Yeah, I, was amazing. I want to go back and see it just for Andrew Garfield. <laughs> and Toby Maguire, I thought he looked more comfortable, weirdly. Yeah. Toby Maguire is my Spider Man. Right. When he came through the portal, both me and Ed had this conversation when we left. When we, when he came through the portal, I was like, "Oh, this man doesn't want to be here." I was like, "He's just come because they've told him they'll give him a big fat wad of cash." I was like, "Oh, this is shit." And then after about five minutes, I was like, "Oh no, he wants to be here." I was like, yeah. "This is good. This is great." <laughs> I, I tell you, and I th- another bit that I thought was great was when uh, MJ just started throwing bread at um, Spider Man. Oh, number two. Yeah. so funny! And because it was Andrew Garfield, he was like, "What the fuck? What are you?" <laughs> It just worked so well. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, so that, that's the thing. Did, the, did I, we expect Spider Pig though? Yes, but then I, I, I always expect Spider Ham now to make an appearance at anything <laughs> because I love him so much. Um, the thing is, like, I really, I, I really enjoyed the film. I think the problem is for me, like, this was the most anticipated film of the year. You know, I've been looking for, oh, like you, Kate, been looking forward to this all year. Um, I've enjoyed the other Marvel films, even Eternals, but this was the film that I was really looking forward to. And it there was such a high bar that I had put on it that it was probably never going to reach it. And so the thing is, I said, like, I, I, I really enjoyed you it. You need to I, watch it again. Oh, no. I, you were like this with the Star Wars. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. When I when I saw Last Jedi, I, I did not like it. I went to see it again and I felt yeah. completely different. I, I, like, I enjoyed this film. But will I enjoy it more now that the anticipation's gone? Absolutely, because that's now the weight off my shoulders. So yeah, I can go and relax this time. Exactly, and just enjoy myself. A hundred percent. hundred percent. The only film that has I've gone into like that that I've I've been able to enjoy first time properly was Endgame, and I think it was because it was such a satisfying conclusion to everything. Whilst I think with this, it was a little bit. It, it didn't quite nail it in the exact same way. And the other problem as well is that we essentially saw a live-action Spider-Verse, not, you know, not that many years after seeing Into the Spider-Verse, which, I'm sorry, is a better film. Like, that is it's such a good Spider-Man film for so many reasons. And... This is better than Spider-Verse. It's absolutely not. But Because it's real not. people. <laughs> Is, is, is Spider-Ham in it? it could there be, you go. Might not have but seen he's not. No, he's it not. could have been a toy. A cuddly so, toy. So, There's a Spider-Pig in Spider-Verse. No, I'm talking about in, in uh, No Way Home. If oh, Spider-Ham... Spider yeah, if Spider-Ham appeared with Andrew Garfield yesterday, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> Just um, so, um, It would have been perfect. It only would have worked with Andrew Garfield as well. He would have been like, yeah, and I found this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. Um, he seems to be one of us. I I don't know, uh, guys. <laughs> I mean, there was that there was that uh, funny comment with um, with Electro um, when he talks about there being a black Spider Man. Um, oh yeah. yeah. This so so let's just talk about the ending a little bit because I appreciate we're going on. Um, oh yeah, I have to go to bed. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Soon. <laughs> so so the thing <laughs> is, I really 
I, I liked what I did with the ending. You know, he essentially he makes the ultimate sacrifice. He does decide to let the the world forget about him. Now, um, yeah, but this this is where it falls apart for me a little bit. Why? Because. Come on, Craig, tell me your troubles. Spider Man exists. Yeah, but people don't yeah. know that Spider Man is Peter Parker. Okay, that's fair enough. So, take that scene where he's about to be announced as an Avenger. So yeah. did he? Did he have his, Is that erased from history now? Mm-hmm. Is everything that he's ever done erased from history? Every time he took his mask off, does that not exist anymore? Yeah. When I no, it does though, doesn't it? No. It it all does. Basically, basically, it's like Men in Black when they press the the, the button, and you get the white flashing light. That's what happens. Because like Doctor Doctor I, Strange isn't going to know he exists anymore. Like that that it's him. He he knows Spider Man yeah. exists. He doesn't know who exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so Spider Man didn't didn't fight in Infinity War then. Yes. So he went through. All, so okay. So he did right. So Spider Man did exist, and he did fight in it. And at the end, when they're all having a milkshake in what in McDonald's, he's the only one who leaves his mask on. Does he just get off? I've got to go home. I've gone busy. I've got to get home from my ma. I've got to go home from my auntie. Right, but Craig, Do you know what I mean? Is, no, this is how it works. All of that stuff it happened. Isn't. All of that stuff happened. But he kept his mask on. Oh, shut up. All of that stuff happened, and as soon as Doctor Strange cast that last spell to make everyone forget who he is, they forget who he is. That doesn't change what happened in these earlier films. It's just that if you went to Captain America and said, "Oh, who was uh, who was Spider Man?" You know, you saw him unmasked in in you know when he was fighting Thanos. You'd go. You know what? I've got no idea. That, yeah, it's just, that is it. Like, the Men in Black situation was the perfect one. It's just zipped. It's yeah. gone. It, nothing's it. changed. It's just boop, gone. It's kind of like in the back. It's, I assume it's going to be like, man, yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah. No, I've never heard that name before. Yeah. And the thing is, like, although Doctor Strange has, has also had this wiped, it's Doctor Strange. So he will see it in some vision or something. Um, but for me... This felt like this is complete closure mm. in in this in See, this cause... kind of story with Tom Holland. But that that's that's the point, wasn't it? Because until Sony got fucking threw their toys out of the pram and told everyone that there was another three movies, um, if they hadn't have said that, everyone would have been quite happy that this little trilogy was just wrapped up and tied with a bow. Yeah, and I think we'd have all been looking forward to the Miles Morales trilogy of films that's going to be made. Yeah. But now yeah, we're not. Exactly. Although no. I was thinking about this yesterday, and what I would what I would love to see for the next Spider-Man film, and I don't know, Kate, have you ever played the Spider-Man? I don't know if you play video games. Have you ever played the Spider-Man uh, game? I watched Ed play it. <laughs> okay, so that in that in that game, Mark, you know, you you find Miles Morales. He, uh, yeah. you know, gets bit, and he then finds he's got powers. So yeah. in the sequel to that. It's pretty much you're playing as Miles, but Peter Parker is giving you tips and he's yeah. helping you train yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And that is what I want the next Spider-Man film to be: is Tom Holland in that, so that he still has a friend. Yes, I. Do you know what I want from this? This this can of worms that it's opened. I want I want Spider-Man Four, where Spider-Man's putting his back out because he's now a middle-aged man. I want Spider-Man 3, where he gets, you know, because he references fighting the rhino. 
Um, I think there's a possibility that they'll give Andrew Garfield and, the third. And it's, he's 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 dark, isn't he? You know, because he's broken because his his girlfriend died. He couldn't save her, so you get to see that film. But there's also, I think, there's a whole other span of opportunities now for Sony to go off and do because Andrew Garfield, like, he's fantastic, and like, obviously, he was in Tick Tick Boom, and he's making a bit of a not comeback, but you know what I mean. He's he's coming back into the public eye quite broadly at the moment, and they've opened this massive thing now of all of these villains have gone back and they're all happy again. So how do these Spider Men deal with that when they go back to their own universes? And okay, so there's another question I've got for you, right? Yeah. So these villains all died, obviously. Mm-hmm. So now they've all been fixed and sent back to their. They've changed old... time. They've changed time, exactly. So that leads into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, where he goes to Wanda and he's like, hey, so um, this, could you help me? <laughs> So yeah, because let's just... obviously now everything's just a bit fucked. <laughs> so let's just. So does he have to go back now and kill the people who they've just saved at the point when they should have died? No. No. Why? <laughs> well, no, because I. It's changed. I... Times change. They don't need to go back and fix it. Yeah. So these people. To... How do you fix it? Well, no, but these people have they gone don't back. Need to... Yeah, these people they don't have gone need back. To fix fixed. it. No, they're fixed, but they. <sighs> um. Dr. Octopus, he's fixed. He died, but he's now alive. And he drives a car that knocks somebody over and kills them. We wouldn't no, have died. So, no, 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 no. So they were taken... Now, this is a time travel issue. So this particular time travel that they used in this movie, all of these villains were taken at the exact point they were about to die. Yes. So the things that happened after that haven't happened. Yeah. So they've changed the future of those characters. So they've gone back to the exact moment before they were going to die, and now they're not going to die. Yeah. yeah. And Doctor Octopus is a good out. guy, and Rhino's a good guy, and Do- Doc Collins is is back to being not a lizard anymore. Yeah, but you can't mess with time like that. Cause well, exactly. Hence, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So let's just wrap <laughs> up. So there are two post-credit scenes. The first one is very short, very quick. Uh, it's just a continuation of the um, the scene that we saw at the end of uh, before. Venom before 2. you do that, I just want to tell you my problems with this film. Oh gosh! <laughs> they're, they're very quick, right? Go on, go on, go on. There wasn't enough Spider Man. Yep. I wanted more Spider Man. Yep. And it was set at night time. They're always set at night time, so the fight scenes. You're struggling to see what's going on a little bit, or I was with my eyes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just have it no. in daytime. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. Sorry. <laughs> just, just watch I... it in IMAX. You, you wouldn't have had a problem with the darkness. But what I will say, uh, and it's common in films like this, uh, and even it was even common in in this week's episode of Hawkeye, is that they start fighting at night, but then all of a sudden it's uh, it's daylight. It's, yeah, it's, it's immediate, pitch it's, they, black. The fight always ends at dawn. <laughs> in 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 Hawkeye this week, Kate. Um, so this isn't a spoiler, but um, at one point they get in a car. It is pitch black. They yeah. get out of the car. It is like it's not even it's six like a.m. Driving all night. Yeah, it's it's like eleven o'clock in the morning. There are people everywhere, and you're like, how how much did that Uber cost? Um, <laughs> but I agree with you on the Spider Man. Uh, comment absolutely um 
so yeah, so the, the first post-credit scene, uh, the mid-credit scene is a continuation from Venom 2, Electric Boogaloo, uh, with Eddie Brock now in a bar in the uh, the resort he's staying in in Mexico, talking to a bartender, um, arguing again with Venom, uh, as is usual, um, and makes a comment about going to New York to meet Spider-Man. Um, and then the, the post-credit scene, which I didn't even think was going to even happen, but glad it was, um, is the first trailer for... Uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness which looks fantastic where it's going to go what's it going to mean I've got no idea but I saw I saw I saw Show McGarth um which is the octopusy like creature that's very odd uh so he's in the film great stuff um you saw more of the the same kind of stuff you saw in Doctor Strange 1 and in the Mirrorverse sequence in uh, Spider-Man as well so the whole world kind of collapsing on itself and you saw Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange knows what she's been up to, but he's not angry with her. He's so. like, it's okay, bitch. We got you. I need you for something else, though. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. That beep, stuff beep. You, that stuff you did with the fake town, we'll talk about it later. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> More fine. pressing issues, love. We'll get over it. <laughs> but it does, didn't it just like validate the TV series for you? Um, because she's she's got out the films, she's gone into the TV, and now she's back in the films. Yeah, and she's obviously now we've seen her uh, evolve in WandaVision. Now you can see why yeah. she's going to play a more important role in in this next set of films. So uh, yes, uh, bring on the madness is is what I say, and that should be the film's tagline. Uh, Disney, uh, I'll Bring leave you my on paper the details. madness. <laughs> Bring on the madness. Come into a theater near you. <laughs> not soon enough. Um, <laughs> and look, just one final thing, uh, not in this film, but just in general. Eternals comes to Disney Plus uh, on January 12th. So if you haven't seen it at the cinema, um, bad, bad people. But it's coming to Disney Plus January 12th, so you can finally catch up with Eternals. Uh, I, I you skip through all the boring shit. I liked it. I don't. I didn't mind the boring stuff. So you know, too long. Each for their own. Um, I agree. But Kate, <laughs> uh, Craig, thank you so much. Um, it's been a long day for me. I think this is uh, hour five of me recording podcasts today, so it's been a long one. But um, thank you um, again, Craig. Thank you for all you've done this year. KP, you have only been here a few hot minutes and look at the impact. More than Ryan. More episodes than Ryan in about five weeks. It's incredible. (laughs) My left testicle has not got the ability to speak, but it's been on more episodes than Ryan. (laughs) Said more. Um, But no, thank you to, you know, for for all your contributions this year. It's been great. I'm really glad uh, that you're with us, KP, as well. Um, and look forward to the next year as well Um, and thank you we're not here but thank you to to P-Dubs thank you for uh, thank you to Chris Ripley thank you to Ryan we do still love you even though you don't bother to come on anymore Um, and thank you for for listening to all of the shows this year there's two Christmas specials coming out there's two episodes of the Patreon show coming out before the end of the year Uh, but that's us until January pretty much so uh, thank you and we look forward to seeing you for what's got to be a better year next year, right? We've we've had enough of this now, you know. Let's, Keith, let's, let's the next time you're here. on the show, will you be have been to Walt Disney World? Uh, yeah, I'll be on the. I assume I'll be on the Patreon show next week unless something happens. But this show, yeah, I'll have been because wow. I won't get back 
by, by the time you film another film, by the time you record a new episode in the new year, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be there already. No way. Yeah. So I hope you're ready for a four-hour bumper bumper special of what Kate got up to in America. <laughs> we will start at six. We will start at six. Um, but thank you so much, and we will see you in 2022. Cupcakes and snakes. Happy New Year! This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network. (laughs) 